0: LSG Media presents a Game of Thrones podcast. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Dean. Joining me is the lovely and intelligent Jessica. And together, we are going to be talking about... A little bit of the Dance with Dragons here, the Dance with Dragons, episode 9, one more to go, and uh, there is a lot to talk about this week, but I have a funny feeling it's going to center around Stannis most of all. So,
1: some Marine too. There's some a lot marine, going on there.
0: Stannis and Marine, I think, will be the lion's share. I did a of lot of episode.
1: turnarounds in both those plot lines. There was somebody I once loved that I now detest, and there was somebody I was a little down on that I'm now up on again. So, that's wow. pretty much how that worked.
0: You are truly a song of ice and fire with your changing and shifting moods, aren't you? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> well, we, um, we are, uh, excited. We actually have a huge listeners comment section this week, which is outstanding since most of our discussion will be around Stanison and, and, um, and his struggles and Marine
1: struggles. Oh my God. Uh, we will have
0: a lot of time left over for listener comments of which there are plenty, which I'm sure will, uh, create observations that we may have missed or conversations that we may have to touch upon. And, um. Before we do get to that listener comment section, one thing to remember is is that it's kind of weird to respond to these because it's not like the person's here to actually speak back to me when I read their comment and then say this is something I don't necessarily agree with, so... Take it all with a grain of salt. We do appreciate you guys rolling in these comments. It's awesome that you participate. Uh, We got a ton. We got over 15 or so people responding, which is outstanding. And uh, I am very happy about that. So
1: Yeah, and if you don't like what we say about your comment, then just go to our Facebook and be like, hey, you, I'm calling you out. And then we'll just have a discussion like adults with a moderator. Not really. It'll just be Facebook between us. Nobody can punch anybody, elbow anybody in the jaw. Get
0: it? Oh, I see what you did there. Brought that right back to If anybody wants to elbow elbow people in the jaw over Game of Thrones, they probably need to reassess their priorities.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know if you've been on the internet lately, but...
0: I try to avoid it at all costs. I try to avoid stepping into the realm of the offenderati because it scares me deeply
1: understandable
0: Hmm. before we get going on today's episode uh, we do want to make an official announcement on this particular podcast because uh, sometimes when we notice we get some cross viewership here and that's this jessica and i have decided that we are going to cover another hbo show and what show is that going to be jessica
1: entourage no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we're going back guys uh we're going to cover true detective season two
0: Yes, we have decided to cover True Detective season two. As this ends next week and True Detective kicks off on six twenty one, we have decided that we will keep doing keep what we're doing. Going. Keep the party going. Take a week off, I guess. What? No, a week? I don't
1: think there's a week in between. One week. No, it's the fourteenth next Sunday, and then it's the twenty first. Oh, yeah. No Those weeks are seven off. Seven days apart.
0: Okay, maybe we won't cover True Detective. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So no time off. That's fine. No rest fine. for the wicked. Yes. And um, we'll do this same format, you know, we'll come on, we'll we'll hopefully get listener feedback on that. We don't know how much of our audience from here is going to cross over, but a lot of people that have HBO watch multiple HBO shows and our hope is, is that you do too. And if you don't, and you know somebody who absolutely loves HBO and you think they like our show, definitely point them this direction. We will have a separate feed for that. Uh, My brother, Jake, is tirelessly at work on some album art for the new podcast that we will release covering that. So stay tuned for that on six, probably 25, the Wednesday after where we set our release dates for Wednesday. If they come out on Tuesday, that's all the better for you guys.
1: All depends on scheduling. We
0: do. We do commit to the Wednesday at least because that's what we do. Yes. So let's talk. Okay. Let us get to it. Let's roll up the sleeves and get hammering on good old Game of Thrones. What do you want to do? Let's start with
1: the boring stuff that I don't care about.
0: Okay. Let's start (laughs) with the boring stuff that you don't care about.
1: Actually, I kind of care about some of it, but let's start with Dorne because I really don't care about Dorne at all. You want to
0: start with Dorne because you don't care about Dorne. Yeah, let's get it out of the way. Okay.
1: What are you doing
0: in Dorne? looking after the safety of my niece, the Princess Marcella. And rather than send a raven or speak to me directly, you decided to enter my country in secret and abduct our guest by force. We received a
1: threatening message, the princess's necklace in the jaws of a viper.
0: That necklace was stolen from my room. Well, Alaria, it seems you fucked up because you just got outed in front of the prince.
1: Alaria makes herself look Alaria is actually lucky that Prince Duran doesn't just like kill people for fun. Because first she gets outed, then she like pours her wine on the ground like a freaking sulking bitch. Never
0: drink with thine oh enemies.
1: I, I, it's like how do you not proverb, Don't you know? Is she a Klingon? She she kind of looks like him? one without hair. She's not a like you know ridges on their face constant stuff. bitch face. is you think is kind she knows a move? Like I'm just curious. Possibly could he show up at some? I mean. Prince Doran, obviously, has spent some time in the holodeck. Does this all go back to the holodeck?
0: It's getting back right oh back around to Star Trek, I think. I knew it. <laughs> it, it all, all goes back sense. to Deep Space Nine. So, Jamie uh, has a nice little conversation, and he gives a very reasonable answer to why he is, in fact, in Doran, which makes the prince kind of look over at Ilari like, you fucking dum-dum. Yeah, that's exactly what happens here, and I'm glad this finally came to light because I was like, okay, so what's going on here? Let's talk about this though. Sure. Let's talk about the whole plot for Dorn. Nine episodes. What happens? Nothing. Not much. Nothing. They they get to Dorn. They get in a fight. We meet the Sand Snakes. Alari is mad, and they're like, okay, she's gonna go back with you. Cool. Nothing. But what did I expect when Jamie set out to go to Dorne to retrieve expected her?
1: amazing shit.
0: Yeah, but what? What I could know. I have actually amazing. expected? Something cooler, I think, right?
1: I expected something a lot
0: cooler. Yeah, it was less cool than I wanted it to be. But here's what I will say. This is my favorite moment in Dorne. Was actually getting to see Prince Doran talk, be in the moment, talk to Jamie. We get this brother of Olburn actually speaking to Jamie, which was cool. It was nice to finally see that. And here's what I will say. I'm going to actually talk a little bit about Ilaria for just a minute. Okay. After she gets on her knees and kisses Prince Doran's ring and swears her allegiance or dies, I believe in second chances, not third, the princess. Yeah. You tell her, Doran. She goes back to acting like she used to act, which was kind of cool, presumably, yeah, right? Yes. She acts kind of Cool. And I like that. She goes to
1: see that. Jamie and is like, "Hey, incest is cool with me, bro."
0: Yeah, basically she's like, "Hey, you know, it's no love big who you deal. Love. Love who you love. incest is it's best." It's like the 70s put your sister to the test, you know? <laughs> Keep shit in the family, Tar- the Targaryen way, I guess. I guess so. But Alaria is cool in that when you think back to the 4th season, she was somebody who always challenged convention. And that's what I like about her. She's always been a challenger of convention. Oberyn, a challenger of convention. That's why when they arrived at King's Landing and went to Littlefinger's brothel, we were intrigued with them. Because they were like, they kind of thumbed their noses at the convention of King's Landing and the convention of the way the Lannisters or whoever else was there thought the way things should go down. And that's what made them cool. They were these kind of renegades who their house their house motto was unbowed, unbent, unbroken, which is badass. You know, they're like, we don't fucking Yes, we're 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 yes, we are loyal to the crown but we do our own shit here this is our culture and it's cool that their culture is so separate from the rest of the cultures and that's what we keep hearing we keep hearing that their culture views things a lot differently Mm -hmm. and that's why i think i was so initially unimpressed with alaria's sudden anger at jamie especially when she then goes to tell jamie i don't think you had anything to do with Olberin's death. I definitely she know. Says maybe. Yeah, maybe. I definitely don't think she did. Yeah, no shit. Where was your reasonable mindset eight episodes ago I before think you flipped out?
1: Olberin was the only person who had anything to do with, well, the mountain who actually killed him. But I think Olberin decided to do this and it was his choice. Tyrion didn't even fucking ask him
0: to. He went and volunteered. If we want to get it's fault. really critical, Oberon is dead because of Olberin. He, he volunteered. He volunteered, and he gloated over the Mountain's body when he could have delivered the killing blow. Yep. Right? Oberyn died because of Oberyn, and nobody else can really be blamed for it. As sucky as that sounds, because he's a badass. Jamie
1: certainly can. He has nothing to do with it. Right. Marcella just wears skimpy clothes and talks about how she loves Prince Tristain.
0: Guilty by association is what happened there. You Yeah. Oberyn went with what I thought was a very specific and cool intent, and that was the Mountain killed these people i'm gonna avenge these people he directly killed him he gave tywin a bit of the ass yeah, saying aren't you responsible for giving the order and all that confrontation Ilaria was just her 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 anger just didn't it, it, it fell on deaf ears i wasn't sympathetic this season to Ilaria at all i didn't care i was like i don't care that you're mad about olbron because Oberyn did what Oberon did and and now you're jerked off about it. I just, It just didn't do anything for me. That's She, she seemed why, like a
1: different person.
0: Yeah, that's why that through line to me kind of was just like a waste of time to me. I didn't care about it, which made me... Which made... I, I will admit, if you listen to earlier episodes, Braun and Jamie on the road sounded amazing. Yeah. But Jamie and, Jamie and Braun on the road didn't last too long before they were captured. Yeah, they had a fight. They said cool shit. But I guess... I guess I don't know what I was expecting, but I guess I was expecting more. more. Yeah, I guess that's the easiest way to put
1: it. I think that um, maybe the Dornish when they're in King's Landing is a fun thing, but maybe King's because Landing they're going to Dorne isn't so much fun.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's a good point because when they're in King's Landing, they're weird. They're different. They're, there's a mystery, a mystique about them, and that's interesting.
1: I hope that Tristain does something interesting on the small council, which... I I like in my notes, I was like, Tristane is going to take over and spot on the small council. Cersei will love this. Oh, wait.
0: Cersei's Uh in jail.
1: He doesn't even fucking know what's going on with the small council.
0: Here's what I will say. Tristane's competition on the small council, pretty small. Uh, He's yeah. got a bunch of boneheads on the small console. He actually he might, seems like
1: the most normal one. He seems okay.
0: It's cool that an adolescent kid didn't kill Braun because he got punched in the face.
1: Although it was kind of adolescent when he was like, I'll let you go as long as this other guy can elbow you in the face. That's right. typical of a 15-year-old. Right.
0: But but it's not Joffrey's response. Oh, no. Joffrey so, would have had him like... Georgia, yeah. I mean, get a, get a fucking list out and we can talk about it all day. Mm-hmm. So for sure, that's something that I think... Now, before I close on Dorne, I don't know what else you want to say. I do want to say this. And this is an important thing that needs to be heard by listeners who've watched this episode. Because it's going to come back when we start to talk about Stannis. And I might have to play it again. But... Prince Doran lends some wisdom to the idea of warfare. Have a listen. Many in Doran want war, but I've seen war. I've seen the bodies piled on the battlefields. I've seen the orphans starving in the cities. I don't want to lead my people into that hell.
1: No, you want to break bread
0: with the Lannisters. And that is precisely what we are doing. That is so important because when we get to Stannis, the lead-in, even though we're probably not going to do Stannis next, but, but remember this. Listener at home, if you're jogging on your treadmill or working or, you know, hiding your earphones and trying to work and not get caught with earphones on or whatever, which is pretty punk rock, by the way, (laughs) um, take note of this. I don't want war because I've seen what it has done. I do not want to lead my people with that. And she makes it and then she kind of goes at him a little ad hominem and she's like, well, that's because you're a fucking coward. Mm -hmm. No, dummy, because... It's gross and ugly and it's not necessary in this particular engagement. And that's a lesson Stannis might need to learn a little bit.
1: And this also um, goes to kind of what Tyrion says when he's watching the great games and his daughter's like, you don't like this. And Tyrion says, hey, I see enough death in like my real life. Like I don't care for it in my leisure.
0: This is the conversation I have with Jessica each night when she at night decides that when it's bedtime, she's going to put on some kind of terrible, horrible mis- murder mystery. Oh,
1: yeah, that's true. I'm and like, where's I say the story her, going?
0: <laughs> and I say to her, there is so much death and mutilation and horror in the world. Why do you want to be whisked away to sleep by the murder of women and men by crazy people?
1: guess I'm just more like his whole act than the rest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps your heritage lies in marine. I I'm just, not sure. I
1: just hope my outcome is better than his. <laughs> I-
0: I'm not even kidding. Like, I'll be in here editing. I'll go in there. She'll be asleep. The fucking TV's on. And it's like, seven (laughs) shots were fired directly into her face. And she was murdered in cold blood. Fucking Jessica's all, like, sleeping with a (laughs) smile. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you watching? Jesus Christ.
1: It's good to go to sleep, too. Because you can, like, just close your eyes. Star Trek Next
0: Generation is. is good to go to sleep, too. It's fucking clean and antiseptic. And everyone's nice. And they speak a lot. It's a lot of dialogue. It's not like... And after he raped us repeatedly and savagely shot all of his friends and children, he disappeared to Tennessee for three weeks where he was confronted by a highway patrolman who he shot four times in the face before, I don't know, getting Sounds caught. Sounds like
1: a good murder mystery. <laughs>
0: right? Oh. Anyway. I
1: haven't seen that one yet.
0: So yeah, it's a lesson to be learned. Now, I don't want to backtrack because I wanted Stannis to crush Winterfell. So we'll get to all that, but... Prince Doran is alive. House Martell is alive. I don't know many about. Uh, uh, the show hasn't focused on House Martell, but they seem like they got their shit under control over there because they don't needlessly go to war. It seems
1: like a cool place to live. Like a hundred percent, like to live there. It seems pretty cool. Hundred percent. Really pretty. There's a lot of nice shit going on.
0: Especially after tasting the Dornishman's wife.
1: Yeah, well, that's why when you were like, this was my favorite scene all of Dorne, I wanted to say, like, are you sure it wasn't like sand snake boob? Because well, I mean,
0: like- you know, obviously there's there's the carnal aspect of looking at that little hottie tamale, but this is probably the best part of the whole, I mean, her showing her boobs was, was cool because it was nice <laughs> boobs, but it was really silly. This was actually kind of, cool it was like it made sense writing wise right sure yeah anyway my
1: feelings on doran thumbs down by, this by, was by, my the way, like stannis of this season the way i hated stannis and every time i showed him i was like i'm bored let's go somewhere else yeah that's how I felt about Doran.
0: Do we need to even talk about the dodos slapping each other's hands and slapping each other in the face?
1: No, but I wrote, girls playing slaps. Who cares? Let's go somewhere else.
0: What are they going to play fucking hopscotch next?
1: Who cares? We don't care about this They're trained
0: all. assassins. They're playing slaps.
1: Yeah, and poor little, the most beautiful girl in the world that she's known. Was like, or
0: otherwise known as... Uh, otherwise known as... Slat.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. What was that? that? Slat. Slat.
1: Fuck <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> The internet must be mad about that, too. How dare you say that word on TV? Slut shaming. Slut shaming. That poor <laughs> little most beautiful woman in the
0: world. Yep. What are you going to do? All right. Let us take our little podcasting horses and travel and gallop, as it were, to another part of this wonderful, wonderful show.
1: Sure. Let's do it.
0: And let's go to probably not Stannis, because no, that wouldn't let's make sense. No, let's do
1: Stannis and Maureen. Let's do the short stuff first and then dig into the meat. Is is
0: Ollie gonna attack Jon Snow at the wall or what?
1: The wall. I have very minimal notes on. Pretty much nothing other than I love the giant and that Ollie is gonna try and kill Jon. Those are my only notes.
0: I think he is going to. Ollie
1: too. is one hundred percent gonna try to kill Jon, and if he doesn't, they really have like wasted my time with Ollie.
0: So either Ollie's gonna. Well, that's kind of putting a little bit out there, but Ollie's gonna attempt to kill Jon Snow and either succeed or fail.
1: Yeah, if he succeeds, then I will just kill myself. Like I just can't even. Yeah. I. When he, the, Ollie loved Jon Snow once. Ollie yeah. killed a grit and was like, thumbs up, bro, kill the grit. Yeah. And now he's going to do the same with John. He's going to be like, Alistair, thumbs up, kill John. What's up? Like, what the fuck, Ollie? Yeah. Stop killing people that I like.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know what's going to happen there, but it was cool to see one one still alive.
1: Yeah, that was pretty much the only thing. We're Not gonna
0: sure think. where he's going to sleep.
1: I don't even know, but I love that giant. Definitely so going to be much. a
0: strain on the resources that Sanus is trying to tap. <laughs> I just love when he
1: walks by and they're all looking up at him. I know. Okay, the guy's pretty tall. And Ollie's just, like, staring daggers into John, like, I'm gonna kill them. We do
0: have a brief moment of the return of Emos now, where he's like, off-fired him. Oh, I know. Off-fired.
1: Sam's like, good job, bro. You saved a lot of people. You saved John's that one? Life. What
0: about that one? What about that one? Yeah,
1: we get it, Sam. Yeah,
0: we get the fucking point. We get it.
1: John's so right, I don't know. crying in a corner, painting his nails black.
0: I think we're going to see a, um... I think in the next episode, we're gonna get this... Because you know how they do these thematic, like, they they contain thematic similars like mm-hmm. you were just saying how the the thing about Doran and the war t- ties into Marine yes. a little. I think we're gonna see the servants flipping. I think Theon might actually do something next week, and I think oh, Ollie now will too. You're on
1: the Theon's gonna do something bandwagon. Just oh, oh well, just
0: saying. I don't know what he's gonna do, but we'll you know, see. I wish she
1: would do somehow get Littlefinger back to Winterfell. Like, what the fuck? Where's my friend? I haven't seen him like 10 episodes. He, I just sit in Dorne for 15 minutes and I can't see First, Littlefinger? first of all,
0: Littlefinger's not going to hang out at Winterfell while that fucking army's marching towards it. That'd
1: be cool. He's not that smart.
0: I mean, he's not that stupid.
1: He's definitely that smart.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. But anyway, that's that. Cross that out. Not much talking over there. But
1: Giants are cool. Ollie is super annoying and is going to try to kill John probably next week.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think we're going to get a lot of people... Um,
1: Trying to kill people.
0: Dying next week. I think we're going to get a. Who's
1: going
0: to die? I think we're, I think Stannis is going to die next week, and I'm going yep, to tell you how.
1: Oh, I can't wait! I yep. hope it's oh, I'll get there. Stannis
0: is going to die. Um, I think that
1: Ramsey's going to die. Reek's going to die. No,
0: I don't know. You call him the Rick Grimes of this, but I don't know. We'll see. Reek may. You know
1: what? Well, you know, I said Oberyn was never going to die. Look how that turned out. It might be time for Jon Snow to die, just because of how I talk about him.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll Reak, see. I
1: think Reek is dead. Ramsey um,
0: will die. Yep, Ramsey's going to uh, die. Here's what I think's going to happen. Stannis is going to die, Ramsey's going to die, and who else? Reek. Nobody in Marine's going to die. They already died.
1: I, I don't understand, but we'll get to that when we get to Marine. Like, I really was expecting more death hit there, and I think there's some people that could have killed off.
0: And... Fend out the cast a little? Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. Before that, let's get to Bravos. Yep,
1: not much about going on here. Well, I guess there's a lot going on here, but compared to everything else, it's like nothing.
0: Um... I didn't love the Bravo stuff. I'm sorry.
1: I'm getting a little bored with Bravos.
0: However, we do we did get this pleasure. So give me a kiss by the long canal and give me two kisses in Salty Town. What a fucking Jabron.
1: We make fun of Mace Tyrell, and like that's how I picture him as like someone playing like a Shakespearean character, like in like community theater. And then he does this. Absolutely. well, thank you for playing right into my hand. 100%. I've been right all along.
0: Absolutely, he's the King Richard's fair or the Renaissance Festival king that tells people to joust.
1: He's the worst.
0: Yeah, fight for your king, and then I'll sing ba 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 ba
1: Also, two other people are going to die next week. The thin man, perhaps.
0: Marin Tran. Marin Tran is yeah. for
1: sure going to die. Which, by the way, Marin Tran is a bad guy. We don't like Marin Tran. I hate Marin Tran. I didn't need him to be a pedophile.
0: I know. I already hated him. That's what I'm saying. It was like.
1: Is is this because Ari is going to try to get in like the freaking room with him by like acting like she's going to have sex with him? Because if so, I'm just going to let you right now, right? No, right now, Game of Thrones, you better rewrite that shit because the internet will flip the fuck out.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen.
1: Do not go there. if That's your plan.
0: She's going to be let into the room with him and he's going to fucking and she's going to kill him. That's absolutely what's going to happen.
1: If he even lays a hand on her first, the internet. Will explode.
0: First of all, I think she's a minor in real life, so I don't think you're going to see anything weird like that. It will just be. Implied. You don't think
1: is a minor? Look at all that shit he was doing, lying yeah. naked in bed. That's a good
0: point. Maybe mommy signed up. Yeah, but I could see the kid's dad signing off on are Like, He's yeah, like, oh, right. nice, dude. Where do I sign for you, brother? Like,
1: uh, yeah, we were nice. like, um, what, what's her name, Maisie something in
0: real life, Williams, maybe.
1: Yeah. um We'd like her to, you know,
0: we're going to have this 50 year old guy be, by a pedophile. Yeah, touch, touch her, her fucking baby boob. Are you OK with that? Can you sign uh, here? No. no, but I definitely will sign off on my son rolling in the hay with Marjorie Tyrell. Can I sign off on that here?
1: Yeah, I just want to say that. Um, ah, fuck
0: it. He'll do it for free.
1: <laughs> Marin Trant's going to get killed. Um, I wish there was a payoff on Marin Trant looked at Arya at points and he looked at her as if he was like, I know her, but how? Like he couldn't place her. I
0: don't like that. Damn, that sucks.
1: And then it's like, so was he gonna get into the situation with her where she thinks she's gonna have the upper hand, but then he's gonna recognize her and then suddenly she doesn't anymore. Right. Um, I don't know if that's what that's leading into or if it's just bad acting. I don't know. But um I think We're gonna lose him here, and I think this is gonna mean problems for Arya as far as her like becoming like a Bravos like assassin thing. Because Jock and Hagar knows she's lying, even though he pretends he doesn't. He knows.
0: Of course he knows. Of course he knows. They've made that painfully clear through all of her uh, getting smacked with the switch stick every time she does lie. Yeah, and she
1: lied here for sure, and he knows. Yes. And he's just letting her get away with it. Right. Maybe he just wants her to dig her own grave, and I I don't know. But I think um, she might be having to move out of Bravos pretty soon.
0: I think she's done with Bravo's after she kills Tr- Marin Tran because I think it's going to violate whatever code Jackman stands by. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. And then I think that's the end of that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Arya is just too old. I'm sorry. What was that? Too old.
1: <laughs> Again, we already hate this guy. Like he doesn't have to be a pedophile too. It's okay. He doesn't have to have extra faults to make him even more evil. Yeah,
0: sometimes r- when writing does that, what they're doing is is they're just trying to remind oh, you. To, it yeah, yeah they're him. just trying to play on your emotional. I, I don't know. I I don't as a viewer of the show.
1: Yeah, the emotion I, I felt was annoyed.
0: Yeah, I got to be honest that there's there's some writing choices in the show today where I was just like, eh, eh, I don't know. Bravos was one of them. I was like, okay, we get it. He wants to bang these fucking people. He's he's a scumbag already. We already know this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I think. I think it does a disservice to the viewers who watch it for so long who know he's a bad guy. It's not like, what, the casual viewers are going to go, oh, he's a bad guy. He should yeah. be killed. You Freaking know?
1: casuals. They ruin everything.
0: So, yeah. I don't know.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, you know, in this episode, instead of Bravo, so maybe someone could have told me what was going on with Littlefinger. What's he doing? Is he making plans with Lady Elena? Get my friend back.
0: hmm back. And by the way- Where's Varys? By the way- Where's
1: Varys? I don't
0: know. By the way, we're not going to see- it's they're going to draw it out as long as possible before she kills him at the end. It's not going to be like the Bravo scene and he's dead. They're going to show it, cut back to it. It's getting intense. I know who you are. He's going to go after her. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure they're going to play it up dramatically. This
1: isn't going to be a long episode either. Remember like, wasn't last the last finale long, like longer. It was, you are correct. This one is not right. Which I have no idea how we're going to do all of this in and out
0: we're not gonna see we're not gonna see dorne next week thank god get rid of him we're not gonna we're gonna see winterfell
1: oh yeah for sure and stannis's army coming y- together
0: right they'll they'll merge that i believe yes um, i agree we might not see marine again
1: i don't know because
0: danny just splits yeah, no we
1: are we are because the next time on game of thrones they i show. saw um my friends
0: okay we might not see danny again though
1: no, we may not see Danny. Yep, I could see not seeing Danny. Definitely.
0: Um, and then what else? I mean, the
1: wall. Are we not going to see the wall? Have we seen all. We're going to see of the wall,
0: unless they're setting up this 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 thing with Ollie and Jon Snow. What what might happen is is he might fucking stab Jon Snow and they give us a cliffhanger or something, or he yeah, shoots. You're him.
1: really on this cliffhanger train. I'm, I'm telling you, you're on the cliffhanger train. Just saying,
0: I don't know. They haven't ended a season in a cliffhanger what's in a long on King's time. Landing? We're, going to see we're gonna see week. that next yep. week.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, what's gonna happen when Jamie gets back and he's like, "Where's my sister lover?" And they're gonna, like, "She's in jail." I goodness? don't think
0: they're gonna show that, but I could no, be I wrong. Either, it I could be ja- so. Jamie at King's Landing. I don't know, but we're getting we're way gonna... off the beaten path here. Sorry. Yeah, forget all that shit. Let's get back to this.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: So, anything else you want to say about Bravos? No. No, I do like when Jacob McGar says a girl has work to do.
1: I like when he says, he's, "Maybe that is why a man is thin." When Arya says he's not hungry. Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> that was awesome. That made me
1: laugh. Sometimes he says shit that makes me laugh.
0: A girl has work to do. Might be almost him giving her the blessing.
1: Eh, I don't
0: know. Because know. he knows what's going on. I don't know. We'll don't see. Know. We'll see. Unless he's just testing her, but who knows? I, I don't know this guy's motivations. I don't
1: know what the fuck his motivations are, either. I liked him better when he was like rescuing her from places and shit when she was hanging out with Gendry. <sighs>
0: Do you want to talk about Stannis and then Marine last?
1: Whichever order you want, I'm ready.
0: Let's talk about Stannis.
1: Okay, speaking of Gendry. Gendry, Gendry, what the fuck's this guy's name? Gendry. When we had previously on Game of Thrones and it showed him, I was like, okay, Shireen is dead. Right. It was telegraphed to us very clearly that this is coming, which you have to do when you're going to do something like that. Sure. Like, literally, like, it, previously on, I'm like, I'm very nervous for Shireen. Right. And before we get into the whole section, can I read you a comment someone wrote earlier in the day on our Facebook page?
0: Before the episode? Yes. Sure.
1: Adam Talbot wrote, prediction, Stannis will assault Winterfell. It will appear all is lost and something miraculous will happen. Stannis wins, learns his wife sacrificed his daughter to the red priestess behind his back. Stannis then proceeds to lose his collective shit. (laughs) I was like, this is what's going to happen. Adam Talbot, you are correct. You are 100% correct. And weren't we wrong? Wrong, totally wrong.
0: Wrong as shit, by the way. But a good prediction, nonetheless. the least. Love that's that. That's the that's the prediction that says we can accept Stannis as somebody who has who who is a in a, a protagonist. Dare we say protagonists?
1: Well, Stannis, you were before this. Now, you were.
0: Game of Thrones is interesting in that there are good and bad guys. Are there? Or are there just people?
1: Shades of gray, Dean. Is it just
0: shades of gray? Is it just ass slapping ball gag in your mouth? 50 shades of gray morality speaking here. I think so. Right. And does it not kind of indict the entire audience to say, can you really root for anybody? Yeah. All of them have done bad things. All of them have done despicable things. All of them have been bad all of them have done good so can you indict stannis on this act alone uh yes okay so let's talk about it but before we do that we are briefly reminded and we are very quickly warmed up no pun intended to the fact that something is going to happen in this episode when we hear this
1: a band of 20 men maybe less they were in and out before anyone spotted them Burnt our food stores to the
0: ground. All our siege weapons destroyed. Dozens of tents were... Horses. We're still getting a count, but hundreds are dead. Twenty men rode into our camp without a single guard sounding the alarm. The northerners know more about their land than we ever will. Put last night's guards in chains. Either they fell asleep or they conspired with the enemy. Find out the truth and then hang them. So, a couple of things here. Number one...
1: Dead horses. Sad face.
0: Didn't like that... I, I The raid, the assumed... Amount of damage that Ramsey plus 19 could do, or plus 20, could do seems a bit out of control to me. They burned all this shit. I'm not sure how. What did they use for kindling? How do they ignite this shit? Gasoline,
1: how do they duh. slip
0: in and slip out and nobody sounded the alarm? It's almost laughably silly from a writing standpoint. We just see tents go up in flames. Okay, okay. So apparently Ramsey and his fucking 20 band of ninja slip way the fuck up there in the freezing fucking cold and set ablaze tons of food, bunch of horses, totally fuck up, essentially deliver a blow that forces Stannis to want to get the favor of the Lord of the Light. And it was all assumed. Now, I don't always need to see things. I don't mind when things happen off camera. That happened a lot when Rob went to war. And then we didn't see Rob at war. He just came back. Oh, we were victorious. That was cool. Like, I didn't mind that.
1: Yeah, we're like, we know you have a I budget, I can visualize,
0: guys. yes, I can visualize these guys going to war with Lannister troops and winning.
1: Yeah, save your money for the White Walker fights, for
0: real. I can't visualize how these 20 guys got in and torched everything with nobody, with no battle, nothing happening, not no sounding of the alarms. So that's gripe number one with the Stannis storyline. Gripe number two, and there's many, is hang them? Why does anybody follow Stannis anymore? And you know what? I need to fucking come clean here, because here goes...
1: Oh my God, I'm scared.
0: I need to come clean here because there's a lot of talk about the greater good in this. And when presented with two options, option, it's the whole fucking uh, ethical uh, uh, the, the the trolley problem the fucking ethical trolley problem I think it's what it's called it's the the ethical stance that says okay there's a train going down the street and there's five people tied to the tracks and you're standing near a lever if you pull the lever it diverts the train and it kills one person not the five do you do it you're, you're serving the greater good that's a fucking ethical thing that's done in like philosophy class and all this shit oh I know and then there's the other one with the fat man like would you would you push the fat man in front of the train Knowing it would stop the train from killing the five people, thus being the agent of murder to to protect the five. That's kind of what's going on here.
1: Fat man really stop a train? This is fascinating. No, the
0: point of the the point of the uh, of the <laughs> exercise is: would you or would you not do it? Right? Yeah. Right. That's the point of the exercise. And people get mad at me when I say I wouldn't do anything. I'd fucking walk away. Um.
1: Yeah. IRL people, you're not pushing a fat man in front of the train. No, either.
0: but they might pull the lever, and that's the point of the exercise right? Stannis doesn't put the torch to his daughter. Melisandre does. He okays it. And I, and that's they're, that they're kind of presenting this moral dilemma. They've also positioned it as kind of like, in some of the comments of this too, they positioned it as a, like, as a, as a false dichotomy, which is a logical fallacy that states either a or B nothing else. You sacrifice her and win. You don't sacrifice her and lose. That's bullshit. Cause you don't know the outcome.
1: Well, the Lord of Light does, Dean.
0: Yes, and that's where philosophy and ethics and morality get confusing because when you add the guarantee that magic resurrection and and gods exist, the morality framework of which you operate becomes skewed right? You can't apply normative ethics and shit to, to this situation when you start to go, well, there's magic, There's this works, that works. Just
1: because this bitch had a shadow baby doesn't mean she knows the Lord of Light and he's going to like win a war for them.
0: Correct. But that's the, that's, the, that's the preconceived notion that Stannis is operating off of. He assumes by sacrificing Shireen that he will take Winterfell. And some people go, well, That's a tough call to make, but you're right. But really what you're doing is is you're advocating for Stannis to kill his daughter so that he can get an advantage in murdering other people, right? Now, we've all been fooled by Stannis, myself included. Stannis burnt his family members. We seem to forget about this when we start to cheer for Stannis, right? Right. He burned his own family members. He killed his fucking brother.
1: Oh, yeah. And really, he was so handsome. He,
0: he murdered his own brother and come hell or high water, anyone else that gets in the way of what he supposes is his claim to the throne. But the whole thing is a morality and an ethics fucking nightmare because Robert became king based on rebellion. So he just said, fuck it, we're we're not dealing with this anymore because the king is mad. So they made a decision to take it over, thus catapulting Stannis into a situation to where now he has a birthright to the throne. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is an ethical nightmare. Stannis thinks that he has a a legitimate noble right to assail Winterfell. So because he thinks that, he thinks that he can kill his daughter to get an advantage presumably, to melt snow so he can get his army there and to get a tactical advantage, correct? Yes. Right. Now, there are a a ton of people who... Like, the whole thing's just an an ethical fucking shit show, and you can't really say one way or the other, good or bad. But I, I say this. I think that... I think that they've set us up for Stannis making this call. And and I know a lot of people think it's, 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 it's consistent with Stannis. I don't know if it is. I agree. I'm going to challenge you to think about this a little bit differently. For those of you who think, well, this is ethically consistent with the way Stannis operates. Is it? I thought Stannis was somebody who held the fucking crown's law to a T. I have a noble birthright. I will take over. Davos, the Onion Knight. You were a smuggler. I'm going to chop your fucking hand off, your fingers off. Because you broke the law, but that's your punishment, now you're good. So what you're telling me is that the very law that you hold sacred, you're going to now break and and kill an innocent woman, girl, a child, kill an innocent child to get an advantage based on some religious fervor that you see. Do you see what I'm saying? It's ethically inconsistent with the way Stannis has behaved the whole fucking series, which is the law is the fucking law, I follow the law.
1: Not necessarily, because don't forget, he was willing to, like, leech Kendry, Gendry, whatever the fuck his name is, and he would have killed him if he hadn't escaped. Right. For the same reason. This is where I think this is out of Stannis' character, is because X amount of episodes ago, we got the, like, Jessica loves Stannis and his puppies episode, where <laughs> Stannis <laughs> talked to Shireen about all the fucking shit he did to save her life, and basically how much he fucking loved her. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, that was real, and, and you can't feel that way about somebody and do what he fucking did. Right. You just can't. Right. And and it, I know this is not in the books or isn't yet. We're not this far in the be. books, but I bet it is because this strikes me as something that like George R. R. Martin would be like, yeah, sure. fucking kill some kids. Sure. You know? Not in a bad way, George R. R. Martin just like you like to do crazy shit.
0: Right. So what we have here is the Boltons are responsible for the Red Wedding, the Boltons are responsible for the torture that Theon endured. Theon's a betrayer. And the Starks were the Boltons' enemies. Now, I'm not making excuses for the Boltons, but are the Boltons ethically worse than Stannis and what he has done by killing his brother, by burning his family members in the the earlier episodes, by having this unyielding, by, by hanging guys who are freezing, starved, Fatigued, who didn't catch Ramsey's guys, he's gonna fucking hang those men who have sworn allegiance to Stannis, that they support the one true king. He's gonna turn his back on them because these guys snuck into camp and hang them. Are the Boltons worse than Stannis? I don't know. Does does, does the Bolton does does the death of the Boltons matter more than? the death of whatever Stannis has wreaked upon the world. And that's what fucking Game of Thrones has done. There are moments where we cheer for Tywin Lannister, but he orchestrated the Red Wedding. There are moments where we cheer for fucking Robert Baratheon, but he was a rebel. He rose up and said, fuck it, I'm the king now and killed everybody. But... That could be a reflex based on what happened with the murdering of the kids and the prince running off with the lady. But you know what I'm saying? Like the whole fucking show, It part of me wants to just say, I watched the show kind of just interested in everything. Because part of me is like, I love the wildlings. I love the free folk. I love their ideals. But then Tormund Giantsbane leads a fucking slaughter on these farmers. How do I root for that guy? So that's something- he's a badass? I understand he is, <laughs> and, I, and I'll say it. But, but this episode is a very strong reminder- That you have no good in bad. You have people that are fucking wrapped up in a crazy situation that's an ethical nightmare. And it's hard to cast judgment on one without casting judgment on the others. And that's what I think is happening here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's... Now, the part about the trolley fucking thing and the pulling the lever and all this shit. One of the reasons I say to myself, I don't pull that lever is, is because... Those five people could be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre people. I don't fucking know. I don't know if that one person is a genius and is going to cure fucking cancer. So I let that person die. You you don't have all the information to make these playing god moments, right? Stannis doesn't. Stannis is so short sighted that he's willing. Here's what I'm going to say right now. When Stannis dies on Brienne's sword, when Stannis dies on Brienne's sword, it's going to happen. He's gonna. She's th-
1: dying to kill him. So he's
0: he's fucking dead.
1: I'm she, totally in for that.
0: He, she, when Brienne, when Brienne kills Stannis, here's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be amazing. He's going to think to myself, "I sacrificed my daughter to take Winterfell, and now I'm dead, and my line is done. Your line is over. No more Baratheons. No more Baratheons. They're all dead. That's fucking crazy. That you were willing to kill your daughter to take one place." right? Mm -hmm. And some of you in the comments said he's the only one taking the White Walker seriously, but that's not what he's doing. He's sacking Winterfell. The only one taking the White Walker seriously is Jon fucking Snow. Stannis knows, yes, he's seen them, but nobody knows like Jon Snow knows. But that's my point. When you get into these utilitarian decisions like, this is for the greater good, maybe this second, but you can't see two years down the road. So who are you going to sacrifice to defend Winterfell? Who are you going to sacrifice to fight the Lannisters? Who are you going to sacrifice to fight the Vale? Because once you get down the slippery slope of fucking playing God, you're done for because you're never going to stop. What's going to stop Stannis from sacrificing the next guy or hanging the next guy or, or torturing the next guy or whatever when he has his back up against the wall and he's too much of a fucking coward to wait? He thinks now is the time. Listen to Davos. Fucking go home you know? Why did you leave Dragonstone? You're you're in a really bad predicament here. You're just going to fucking, when does it end, Stannis? Who are you going to sacrifice next week? 10 people does the Lord of Light demand. 10 sacrifices, and we will successfully defend Winterfell from the Vale. Great. Sacrifice those 10. And then next year, he's like, let's sacrifice 20 people because now we have to sack King's Landing. Great. Sacrifice the 20 people. And when you get to your fucking throne and everyone you know and love is dead because you sacrificed them, then what? Then what have you accomplished? What have you done it for? Because you follow the crown's law so closely that you have a noble right to the fucking crown? What are you doing, dude? That's why you can't make it. You say, I'm not sacrificing my family member. You're done. We're done. I'm taking my fucking chances. If we lose, we lose. A ton of people are dying no matter what. Either troops that fight for the Boltons, who, by the way, you're born on this land, you you swear fealty to the fucking Boltons. It's not like, what are you going to do? Say, well, I'm not part of the. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's. I'm not saying the. I'm not saying Ramsey's innocent, Roos is innocent, but the fucking knights that fight for them are just like any other knights that fight for Stannis. They're just people fighting for a lord over, like, again, an ethical quagmire. Who who do you root for? But my point is that where does it end, Stannis? Who do you. how many more people are you going to sacrifice to fulfill what you think is the destiny that you have? But I don't know. I've been going on way too long and I need you to, to lend some temperance and then I will probably retract 40% of what I said. I don't know how much temperance now,
1: I can get. P.S.
0: I, am just, <laughs> I am just sort of blathering here. I don't have a lot of this pre-planned out, so I'm thinking out loud on a lot of this. That's um, my disclaimer.
1: Yeah, that was probably the most epic rant that this podcast has ever known.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe I don't know.
1: It was pretty long. I think the thing with the the issue with Stannis, like you said, like oh Stannis, you had me fooled. Right. This is the problem, as I say, like about these these turnarounds on people. I fucking hated Stannis's guts. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I hated Stannis with a fucking passion. Like. If our backdated podcasts ever appear on this feed, you'll know I Mm -hmm. fucking hated the guy.
0: 100%.
1: And I really did a turnaround on him when he fucking appeared on his horses. And now I've been all swooning over Stannis. Can I point
0: out why you hated him? Because people who... You didn't like him because nothing was happening. It was just kind of like he was at Dragonstone. He burned a few people. He banged the red woman. He wanted yeah, he King's was boring blood. He, and do, just sucked. he wasn't doing anything. And that's where you, that, you, your words were he was boring.
1: Yeah, he was boring. He was the most boring person of all time. And also was kind of stupid and also killed Renly, which I didn't like because I really liked Renly because partially he was handsome, but also because of other things. <laughs> but like him being handsome was certainly a big part of it. Anyway, so Stannis tricked me. I was in, I was on the fucking Stannis train. I love Stannis. I want Stannis to be the fucking king. I want him to kill a bunch of people that I didn't like. I just loved him. I thought he was kind of looking a little handsome, even with the beard and stuff. I'm like, I oh, don't Stannis, you're all right. Like, I could do this. And they got me. Like, I was in. I was sold on Stannis. And I was sold on the same thing Adam Talbot was talking about, where he was like, oh, my God, Stannis is going to find out they sacrificed Shireen. Because right. we've been building this, like, that Shireen was going to die. We had yep. so much of Shireen. Right. And so much build up about this prophecy. And I was on 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 board with that. I'm like, Stannis is going to fucking flip out, and they're going to kill his daughter, and he's going to freak. It, And they had me in there so that they could fucking do this and like devastate you because this is, is worse than if you might think like, you know, this would have been so sad if like Stan's like, Oh no, Shireen was sacrificed behind my back and he fucking cries. No, this was worse and in far more emotionally taxing, I feel to have been behind this guy and to have trusted him and to have trusted him with Shireen, who by the way is fucking sweet and lovable. And as you know, I've enjoyed her this season and I've said nice things about her all season and it's awful. Yep. Like they played with us all season with Stannis. And then they were like, oh, you love Stannis now? You, you have a poster of him and a puppy on your wall? Guess what? He's now going to fucking burn his daughter alive.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> fucking Joan of Arc shit. What the
1: fuck, Stannis? Right. Why are you such a douchebag? I wish he would go back to doing nothing. Except banging the red woman—it's
0: a good move, by the way. Staying in soon banging the red woman. And by
1: the way, when like Gendry escaped or whatever, and I was like, oh, I'm glad that guy escaped because he's kind of cool, and like, I hope I see him again someday. No, I wish he hadn't escaped. We could just fucking sacrifice him here. I wish he would just been a prisoner for the last three seasons. We could have just killed him. Right. For Christ's sake. Absolutely. God damn it! Why was I so happy when he escaped all those episodes ago?
0: <laughs> it's crazy, man. You know, I thought about like one a couple of things I was saying, and, and you know, the, the the legal aspect of it. You're right, though. He did. He was into the kind of mumbo jumbo stuff earlier. But I always found it contradictory that, or maybe just a level of complexity. Maybe I'm not giving the show enough credit by saying, "Well, it's a level of complexity with Stannis that he follows the law so strictly that he's willing to break the law, unless if somehow he thinks he's above it. I mean, he is a king. Maybe he thinks he's he has the moral claim to just
1: I think, that or the he, legal claim. He thinks I think he's very by the book, by the law. But I think he's blinded by this religion thing, and he yeah. thinks that's this greater good. As as I think people get when they get... Religious people don't send me hate mail. It's cool if you're religious. But, like, you see some people who get so wrapped up in shit that, that suddenly it's okay to, like, It'll be like the fucking Westboro Baptist people, like right. picketing at soldiers' funerals because right. they don't like gay people. Right. Like, you think you have that moral high ground because you're so into what you believe is this religion. Right. And that is where Stannis is, where he's like, I am by the book, but this is higher than the book. This Lord sure. of Light shit is, is the the top of it all. Yep. And Melisandre fucking sucks. But he's not
0: a worshiper. See, here's where Stannis is a weirdo. And by the way, you don't have, there are plenty of people who get wrapped up in secular nonsense that are just as crazy. Crazy is people who get wrapped up in sacred nonsense, people who yeah, get too yeah, wrapped yeah, up I'm in just, any... Yeah, I know you are.
1: It's just because this is religion. I'm just.
0: No, it is, and it's and it's been a it's been a, a through line for this entire well, season. Look at
1: the faith militant, absolutely. They're like the Westboro Baptists of fucking King's Landing. <laughs> Wrong gay people in jail. God.
0: But um, you know, Stannis. It's just I don't know if I could summarize it.
1: Fuck you. I'm not oh, saying no. Sorry, it's it
0: was me. <laughs> and, and listen, because people get confused. It's not that I'm saying it's poorly written. I'm just saying that it was, in a weird way, almost masterfully written yes. in that you f- so easily forget, you dummies, that this is who Stannis is. This is who he's always been. But part of me thinks, yeah, he, he's Stannis is, strikes me as is quite short-sighted. He's not playing the long game. He's playing the now game. And that's the difference between him and people like Varys. When Varys whisked away Danny the baby, he was playing the long fucking game. Yes. That's the difference between people like that and people like Stannis. That's why people like Stannis will die and Stannis will die, mark my words, and why people like Varys will live because these guys play the long game and these other guys play the now game. Mm -hmm. I want Winterfell yesterday. I'm killing my daughter to get Winterfell. And like I said in that crazy rant, then what do you do? Who are you killing to keep Winterfell? Because they're going to be attacked. They're not going to bend the knee to you. You know, when does it end? As long as the Red Woman is around. And that's the thing that's crazy about Stannis. Doesn't he realize that plenty of other leaders have done what he's trying to do without relying on the Red Woman? Not every army, not every king has the Red Woman in her tricks.
1: But he thinks... It's not like it's not that he thinks Mel in his bag of tricks. It's that he thinks Mel there because he is the chosen one. Right. He is the fucking right. vampire slayer point. here. Like <laughs> in every generation, there's only one. In this generation, it is Stannis. He has to fight against the White Walkers. Sarah Michelle like
0: Geller, way hotter than I could than do him, the whole, the way. I, like, I feel like
1: you could take like the speech at the beginning of like Buffy, there's one chosen one who must fight against the forces of evil and darkness. And, and then it's just Stannis. It's just he awesome. thinks that he is chosen and he is special and the lord of light wants him to be the one true king that he is the only person who can stop the white walkers because yes the people who say stance is the only person who's taking the white Walkers seriously of all the people who have potential to be king he is the only one who's taking the white walkers seriously because he's that seen them. true
0: because he's seen them
1: but let me fucking tell you when the white walkers come whoever's fucking king is gonna have to do some shit.
0: Yeah. What happens, you know, Stannis makes this call. What happens when Melisandre says to Stannis, Stannis, the only way you can save the kingdom is to be burned at the stake, brother. That will make all the White Walkers die. The Lord of Light will come down, wave his hand across those ranks, and they'll all die. Let's see how fucking courageous he is then.
1: I think that other than burning himself at the stake, this was the worst thing that Stannis could do. This was probably the hardest Oh, which makes me sick to even think that this was like this decision. Oh, my God. It makes me fucking sick. The other
0: part of... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: But, but this, I feel like, was the ultimate sacrifice for him. This was the one person he would blink at killing. It would be Shireen. If she was like, kill Selyse, he'd be like, fucking cool. Absolutely. Burn that bitch. Right. You're right. Kill the rest of the fucking family. He don't care. To
0: take Winterfell. You don't care. He burned his family for no reason. One battle. To take Winterfell
1: really likes the north. This sounds like when you play the Game of Thrones board game and people start getting a little short-sighted and they're like, I'm going to fucking just keep attacking those Starks. Right. Next thing you know, you're well, fucking dead. Three turns you later. You have no castles. Whoops. <laughs> just saying.
0: So yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's, uh, I've thought a lot about it. It's very disturbing. It actually emotionally got to me. Her yeah, me being too. burned to death and us having to hear it. It was emotionally tough. Because this poor girl gets led to slaughter, who loves her father more than anything, the person she loves more than anyone is fucking burning her.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot in. Um, like I said, they were they were very heavy-handed in their Shireen is going to die plot of this this episode. Um, and, and this is the thing. Like, I don't know. Could we go backwards and just go through some of the stuff that go happened here? Go for it. Yeah, okay. I'm not
0: ready to leave Stannis yet.
1: So. Stance is resolved they going to march forward so we know Shireen's going to die, right? There's, you know, thing number one. We'll actually see gender in the credits. Thing number one. Thing number two, okay, Stance wants to send Davos away. Thing number three, she's definitely dead, right? right. And Davos is like, oh, what the fuck? I'm really confused. And Davos wants to take Salis and Shireen with him. And I actually think he's going to take Shireen and go take take off with her. Because Davos' response to this makes me think that he's concerned. And I don't know if he... Maybe even had an inkling about what Stannis's plan was. But I think he knew something was up.
0: He knew something was up.
1: For sure, right? I mean, obviously, I don't think he... I think if he actually thought Stannis was going to kill her, he would have taken her. But would he? I don't know.
0: I'm glad you mentioned this because here's one of the challenging realities of this Westeros world. Where the fuck would he go?
1: In Castle Black. Be like, listen, Jon Snow. Stannis is gonna burn this girl to the stake, and she's really cute and has gray scale. And maybe. Jon Snow would be like, "Cool, why don't you go hang out with one one?"
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe the maybe the maybe Castle Black was the place she could have hid because Stannis's heir is is dangerous. That person will be hunted because the other houses think Stannis is the enemy.
1: Throw her in the room with Gilly and the baby, and whoever babysits the baby when Gilly's banging Sam, who I don't know, but
0: I'm I think that you know it's funny they set you up to think. They set you up this episode in the last to think Davos might whisk her away. Yeah. And when he doesn't, it's kind of a letdown. Yeah. Unless he doesn't really believe Stannis. He must think there's no... He's like, I know he's crazy, but there's no... I don't trust that red bitch, but there's no fucking way he sacrifices his daughter.
1: Is there... Is there... I hope so. I hope because so. I hope he... Davos didn't leave thinking there was even a chance that Shereen would end up dead. I'm sure
0: he thought there was a chance, but probably a small one, you know?
1: I don't like that, Davos. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like it. But but then I think, like, maybe he had more of an idea. because he goes to talk to her, and he's like, oh, what are you reading? And then we get the real heavy, like, here's this present I made for you. The and stag. she's like, can you make a dough, too? And he's like, sure. And then she's like, why am I getting a present? And he's like... You deserve it. He's like, thank you for teaching me to read and making me a man. I'm like
0: an adult. What the, yeah, what the
1: fuck? I'm like, do you know she's going to die? Are you saying your fucking goodbyes? Take this girl with you to Castle Black. Right. What is wrong with you? Right. And then she, oh, I'm reading the story. Oh, what's it about? Oh, a man who got burnt alive by a dragon. Right. Pause, pause, pause. Well, Shireen, you're going to know a lot about that real soon. Right. Come on. Yeah. Take her davos. Fuck's sake. Yep. Make her a present. She's holding it in her fucking hands as she walks to the fucking stake. I can't. I just can't. It's awful. Davos, I hope you didn't fucking know. You better be real fucking surprised when you get back that this happened or I'm going to be pissed. I want you dead also. Right. I want all involved in this plot dead.
0: This gets kind of funky, doesn't it? Because it gets really funky when this travels around, right? I'm sure. First of all, the fact that it was a big ceremonious-
1: And everybody is watching. That I could not believe.
0: Everybody's watching- First of all, they've been with Stannis for presumably years. They know how the guy is. is but to princess. see this little girl dragged to the stake, strapped to it, and nobody is inspired, nobody is moved, even in a blind fit of of panic or rage to to lash out and stop this—that's pretty fucking bleak, man. Uh, yeah. Those are those the fucking like. So two things. Number one, uh, I don't know, man. Like those soldiers, I I don't know, but I think that there is. You know, are they all disciples? Like the fact that nobody did anything is pretty intense. I mean, to be fair, you're trading your life for Shireen's at that point. You know, you're a dead man, and that takes some deep fucking courage to say, "I'm going to try to do something, even though it's probably not going to succeed," because there's nine hundred thousand troops around. I understand that it's probably a futile effort to to do something.
1: How can you sit and watch?
0: Yeah, I'm. 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 For the the fact that the mother was the only one who had an emotional response was. Really eerie to me. It's yeah. really weird, you know. It's like nobody is like barfing or turning away or or like it like they all fucking stood there. There was one guy looked like weird. he had a
1: sad face on. No, I'm sure they were, one. but they
0: didn't show us much of that, and that was shocking to me. Um, I, th- I don't know.
1: I think what's like um what was really hard is like listening to Shireen's last conversation with Stannis, where she gives him the same advice, where he's like, "Okay, what are you reading?" And she's like, "Oh, we're gonna war and fucking dragons burning people," and he's like okay, what side would you choose? And she's like, I wouldn't. That ruins everything. That's a problem. He's like, well, sometimes you have to. And and you don't have this clip, do you? No. Okay, so he says, I wrote it down. Stanis says to her, sometimes a person has to choose. Sometimes the world forces his hand. If a man knows what he is, he remains true to himself. The choice is no choice at all. He must fulfill his destiny and become who he is meant to be, however much he may hate it. That's what Stanis fucking says to him, Right, I know. So Shireen is giving this life advice, which she's like choosing sides is where these problems begin. These great wars begin. Brothers fight brothers. Dragons fight dragons. And and it's awful. And, And Shireen is like, I love you. Can I help you? is this not the most tragic thing in the world? Absolutely. He's talking about how he needs to kill her because it's the only way, because it's his destiny. And she's again, like- Again, a
0: false dilemma. Because, I want to help you. Because nobody can see the fucking future. And that's the problem the with these- The of Light can. That's the problem <laughs> with these arguments, is that, in the, and again, that's where you get, the ethics the get shit, fucking yeah. weird because there's magic in this world. Magic aside, you can't predict the future. So Stannis is making an assumption that he'll fail based on not sacrificing his daughter. He's narrowed himself into two choices- when there might be an alternative choice.
1: Yeah. And so
0: again, it's a short sighted, uh, he's being, he's thinking of the, is of the right now Davos is like, let's go to back to castle black. Wait, do this. Bubba again, winter's coming. We know there's, there's a lot of things playing against Stannis. The weather is a problem. There's a lot of things that are a problem. He believes that all of that stuff will be alleviated. If he kills his daughter and it might be for a little while. But like I said, where does it end? Even if I give you the fact that he guarantees a Winterfell victory and he gets there and he smashes the Boltons, if he gives up one of one one young girl, okay. But then what happens next? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, it's this is where it becomes an issue. This is where when you make one concession like this, it stops becoming. You know, it's it 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 ceases. Once you make this concession, it doesn't end. He's not going to sacrifice less people in the future. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Lord of Light's appetite isn't going to shrink. It's going to grow with the more he needs to do. The rest the,
1: more of the people don't to matter, do. too. You have to understand. Now that you've sacrificed your daughter, who the fuck cares who else he asked Absolutely. you to sacrifice? No moral dilemma there. Fucking kill them all.
0: That's what I'm saying. So as your, how do your troops who are not already starving, freezing, and cold not start to mutiny? How do they not start to say enough is enough. We're done. you know. But then again, their alternative is, is where are they going to go? You think Ramsey Snow's not going to flay every one of you?
1: House of Black, baby.
0: Yeah, I guess. Start
1: building up the, the wall.
0: It's it's pretty it's pretty fucking crazy, man. But um, yeah, I can't. I'm not. I'm not with Stannis' decision on this because I can't. You can't guarantee any any greater good here, and even if you did, it doesn't necessarily give you that moral claim. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I have to give. This to the show that, you know, Shireen walking and she doesn't know where she's going, but she's not scared until she sees sure. that the pyre, she sees Melisandre and, and what's amazing to me, she, she calls up for her dad, her dad, her dad, her dad, and he just stands there and then he, she starts calling for Solis and at first, at is like, when she's saying dad, 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 where's my father? Solis is like, this is the right thing, Stannis. We're doing the right thing. And then as soon as she starts calling for her mom, Celise starts to lose her, her composure in. She she can't. And this is something I never imagined. I hate Salise. Everybody knows this. Um, I didn't even learn her name until like yesterday. So <laughs> she's pretty much useless to me. Um, she is the only one. And as we're getting down to, I'm like, Stannis is going to be like, fuck, I can't do this. And it's going to be too late. Really? Because I'm like, are they really going to destroy Stannis and turn him into this person? But you know what? Then I would have said that was half-assed of Stannis, like, lost his resolve at the last minute. I would have said, oh, they couldn't go there. Like, they they did it half-assed. Agreed. Agreed. And, and, and they didn't. They really did it, and Celie's reaction, and the fact that Celie ran and tried to save her daughter, and Stannis just stood there and they held her back. This woman who was more of a fanatic than Stannis, who hated Shireen, at times it seemed, when when she's crying for her mom, like that you know maternal instinct that people say exists or whatever came out in her, and she was like, "That's my daughter. I can't. I right. can't do this." Right, and that was interesting to me and it was, it was so unexpected and I, I, that was a good choice by the show because that, that had brought out an emotional reaction. In me.
0: You're right. Because, because if they didn't do it, it would have, we would have been calling it a fucking cop out.
1: Yeah, I, I we agree. We would have all been calling a cop the, out. That's a good We've been point. leading up to this for a long time, but but I even thought like, okay, Stannis is going to lose his cool and be like, don't do it. but It'll be too late. I'll to be like, I'm already fucking burning her. And people are gonna be like, no Stannis. We gotta, you know, but he didn't, he kept his resolve. And it, it was just there was something about like Salise, who I think, fucking sucks. Typically, crying and like wanting to save her daughter and not being able to, that was like very emotional to, to see. And I think that this is probably one of the the most painful to watch things, one of the most emotional things I've ever done on this show. Hundred percent. And you know we we just talked about you know Sansa being raped and how this was this awful thing. And I mean this was fucking awful. And this was this was emotionally. This is something that if you didn't react emotionally to it, there's something wrong with
0: you. Yeah, it it, it actually made me emotionally teary-eyed. I'm not going to lie.
1: Emotionally teary-eyed. It's an emotion that Dean has sometimes, teary-eyed.
0: And it had the fucking Stannis music, and I was just like, ugh, this is brutal. Fucking brutal.
1: And now I used to want Stannis to kill Ramsay, but I just want Stannis to die. Like if Stannis and Ramsay can die in like a two-for-one, like the Sword goes through one and then also gets the other. Like that's my dream. Like I don't know who I want to die first because I hate them fucking both so much. I don't care how many fucking direwolf puppies Stannis holds in his little lap. He's done. You're done for me, Stannis. I will never forgive you for this.
0: Yep. Sorry. And once, like I said, when when Stannis dies on Brienne's sword,
1: which would be beautiful.
0: He's gonna think what what why what did it all what was it all for.
1: Yeah, it'll serve you right stance because you're a fucking piece of shit you know it's you. it's
0: almost like you know it's it's almost like the it, like the i don't remember the buffy through line but when when the when willow's like i'm gonna use a little magic and she can't fucking stop it's yes. like it's like the same shit with stannis well, he's like well i'm gonna make these sacrifices I'm gonna
1: put some leeches on this rando dude I'm
0: gonna, and, and i'm gonna make these sacrifices now i'm gonna sacrifice my daughter and it it doesn't guarantee you the throne stannis which is the ultimate goal. It's just a stepping stone along the way. If I'm going to stand as a soldiers, I'm thinking, gee, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can back this guy anymore. I don't know if I can do this. I might go to the wall. I might go somewhere else. I don't so know. They're taking what I'm the do.
1: black people. Like, they were at the first that line of defense against the white too, walkers. Yeah. So just go there. You're not supposed to bang chicks, but everybody bangs chicks. So I think you're going to be okay. to. Yes, going
0: to the wall at this point is a suicide mission. <laughs>
1: going pretty <laughs> much anywhere is a suicide mission, it seems. And like, because yep, pretty true. much they're just coming. Like.
0: But the last thing I'll say about the whole Stannis thing is that the show fooled me and I was naive. Me too. Yep. Me too. And back in the day, one of the things I did say is that I don't necessarily trust Stannis because I don't trust the red woman.
1: Yes, you have said that. And I've been like, No, I love Stannis. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: and like I a said
1: fucking schoolgirl. And there were moments there were
0: moments where I thought he was done with her bullshit in this season.
1: Yeah, like when she was like, Sacrifice your daughter, he's like, Fuck no, bitch, I love my daughter.
0: And even before that, I was like, He's done with this dumb dumb. Like he's done with her nonsense. But nope. He went he goes right back to it.
1: Listen, I, I just all season long, I just love Stannis like a little schoolgirl. Just wrote his name in my notebook, and
0: it's crazy shit.
1: He 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 broke my heart, and I can never forgive him for this. Sorry, Stannis. I want you dead. I want he's you gonna, dead. He's gonna
0: die. He's not gonna live.
1: Can't wait. Count down the seconds. I'll cheer. I'll pop the champagne. And It'll be
0: a. F- it's it's kind of a weird tragedy. The whole fucking thing, I like we said, know, you know, like it's just a mess.
1: Shireen was fucking adorable i i, I love shereen all season i said nice things about shereen all season i thought she was sweet she was adorable she she said these smart things wise beyond her years i just what a fucking sweet little girl and now she's dead breaks my heart yep breaks my heart it's like you know how i always say like i'm always sadder when they kill animals than humans not today <laughs> today i'm really i was sad about the horses i'm like oh wow, this is really sad 100 horses died and then shereen died i'm like i already forgot about those horses yeah i just moved right on
0: yep absolutely anyway I think we've said enough about poor Stannis. Poor Stannis. Poor Stanis <laughs> had to kill his daughter to win, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry that you hey, didn't kill your daughter. What choice you did asshole. he have? He's
0: sacrificing the one to save the many. Sorry, Spock, your logic is flawed, pal.
1: I'd also like to point out again. That anybody in the world who's like, yeah, you know, I would kill somebody if it would save a bunch of people. Yeah, okay. You actually physically kill somebody and come talk to me. Mm -hmm. You watch somebody you love be burnt alive at the stake and then tell me you can do it. Don't actually do that because that's like fucking weird. And then I'm going to go to jail for like telling people they should murder people. Like i will be an accessory to murder. And then I'll be on a murder show. But you know what I mean.
0: Whisking some other crazy woman to sleep.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I want to start a Game of Thrones podcast. It's funny
0: shit. Moving on. Moving on to Marine. PS. Yes, we could talk about Stannis for hours, but we just don't have the time.
1: I talk about hours. I know there's life. still
0: meat on the bone there, I'm, and, I'm, and, I, and I feel a bit anxious stepping away from Stannis, but I don't know. there's, like I said, it's an it's a, it's a, it's a ethical quagmire, we don't that have 17 just can't things. be resolved.
1: I want him dead. Yeah. Well, he tricked me, and I don't like that. I don't like being fooled. And the only thing I'm glad about is that there aren't any book readers out there who knew this was coming and were listening to me talk about how much I love Stannis, thinking, oh, you just wait. Just like when I was talking about Oberyn, everyone laughed at me because they knew it was coming. Like, I'm just glad that there wasn't that. Yep. Glad I didn't make that much of a fool out of myself, although I do feel oh, so foolish.
0: Let's get over to Maureen. Let's herald in Marine with some languages we don't understand, but sounds cool. I want that guy following me everywhere. And anytime I enter a building, he's just he just says like, that. Dean The Media. He just announces. I like it. Not good bad. idea. Talk to me about Marine.
1: Okay. First, I have a question that I don't think anybody has an answer to, but I like to hear people's opinions. And I guess people's opinions are going to be like it doesn't mean anything because he's dead. But immediately when we start the scene and his Zolurak is late, is anyone else suspicious or is that just me? Hmm. So I was immediately like, why is he late?
0: I didn't even think about that. That's a great catch.
1: The first time I watched it, I thought it. And then he died. And I'm like, it's nothing. But then the second time I watched it, I'm like, no. Why would he be late? There there has to be I don't trust him. And I know he's he dead. Conspiring? But I wonder if he was conspiring because he was the only one of fighting fighty he's Like, oh Dan, you're gonna be there and fucking clap your hands and shit. And um <laughs> uh Oh, I'm late, sorry. I was busy fucking being his Darzolirac and having poofy hair. Like, I don't know. But I thought it was weird that he was late, but then he died, but then it's like yeah, but like maybe he's like, all right, sons of the harpy, I'll fucking help you out because this lady just told me she's gonna burn marine to the ground. I know she said that now, but like, you know what I mean? He's like, I don't fucking trust her. She almost fed me to a dragon. I know she wants to marry me. but It's kind of weird. So I'll help you out. This is the harpy. You're like, cool. But then they're like, yeah, but we're also gonna kill you because we don't really care. And you were gonna get married to this lady. And we don't even remember. Like, I'm just some rando son of the harpy, not the one you talked to. So maybe I killed you by accident. So I don't know. Was he involved? Will I ever know? Is there an answer to this? Can somebody help me?
0: Who killed him? One of the harpies? Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. It was like one of those things where, like, remember when, what was that guy's name I hated? Jojen Green. Sorry, Jojen. When that thing was just stabbing him a bunch of times. That was like, because there's Except as a son of the harpy. I did not. Stab stab stab, stab, stab,
0: stab, stab. I, first of all, and we'll get to this, I, 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 when they got ushered to this, when they had to flee to the center of the arena, I was like, okay, the dragon's coming. Pretty obvious.
1: Uh... Yes.
0: But what I didn't see coming is his Darzolorak dying. I was totally shocked by that. You saw him dying here, you said.
1: Mm-hmm. Because you said that when we
0: were watching. Yes.
1: Because I, I know shit sometimes. And sometimes I'm really wrong. But oh, sometimes yeah. I'm really Wait, right. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get
0: to that by the end of next episode.
1: Anyway, I thought it when he was having the conversation that he was having with Dario and with Tyrion about, oh, people killing people and blah, blah, blah. I know all about death. And like Dario's like, yeah, okay. Or Danny or whoever was like, hey, how about you run your mouth? When you know what it's like to fight for your own life. Right. And I was like, uh, this doesn't seem good for him. And then when the attack started, I'm like, he's going to be in a position where he has to fight somebody who's not going to make it out. But which went against, which is why I stopped thinking I was. Because originally I'm like, oh, he's late. Something sketchy's going on. And then they were saying all that stuff. And I'm like, this is weird. Then when the fight started, I'm like, he's going to die. But I'm like, but wait, is he involved? It like really got me into a massive confusion. And now watching a second time, I'm going to say he was involved and that's why he was late, but he still got killed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- so. He got killed. There's another piece of this, a subtle piece of this, that I thought was really smart. But then Hisdar Zolurak's death kind of eliminated this. But when Dario shows up, and he quite physically positions his head between mm-hmm. Danny and Hisdar, yes, it's a very obvious physical play of I'm in between you guys, quite literally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the way he was speaking to i don't know is he the king of marine yeah it's unacceptable behavior and i could see that on tyrion's face mm-hmm. i felt like had this ended peaceably tyrion would have said my queen whatever's going on between you and daario needs to not be public yeah and he needs to not show up the king publicly because that's terrible politics it doesn't make any sense that that should be allowed it should not be allowed. And Tyrion, I think, was going to offer some pretty good coaching there. It oh, never right. came to that.
1: Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, I thought Jorah was going to die in this episode before it started. Like, me too. Death of Jorah, even though that would be kind of weird because like, we have this grayscale plot that's going to go nowhere. But I'm like, how does he make it out alive? Then all this shit started going on. And I'm like, Dario, definitely dead, right? He's kind of overstayed his welcome. He's super handsome and stuff. But I'm like, hey, what's he really doing other than banging Danny and like, making me hope I'll get some full frontal that I never get? So I was, I was pretty certain. So at first I thought Jorah
0: was going to die. I'm offended, first of all, that you objectify this man as you do. He's what so is he, handsome. just a sex object to you? Disgusting. Actually, How fucking dare you? Yes. Offended.
1: So yeah, I was like, okay, first I'm like, Jorah's going to die. Then I'm like, maybe he's not. Then I'm like, Dario's going to die. Then I'm like, Jorah's still going to die saving Danny. And I was like, maybe Missandei's going to die because like, who really cares? But then none of them died. Mm-hmm. Just his or So that was kind of weird. Yep. Oh, and Jorah's the other person I went from. Like last week, I was really down on Jorah. And I was like, he's kind of a stalker and I kind of don't like him. But then when he took Danny's hand to save her, I was like, oh, my God, I love Jorah. And I got really excited. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm glad that Quiz told me that he was my Game of Thrones husband.
0: (laughs) He's like, he's like, my queen, I have... Stone skin, may I touch your hands? Yeah,
1: can can I please ask this? Does anybody know the answer to this question? I tried to Google it and Google really didn't help me. How is grayscale spread? Does Danny have it now? I don't think By so. By default, is Masandi have it? Because they were all holding hands. The camera's like zooming in on it. I'm like, why is the camera zooming in on them holding hands? Is it because like they're gonna get grayscale? Is this like a lesbian thing? Like I don't understand. Are they
0: No, you mope. They're all holding hands because they're like, We're gonna die together. <laughs> the lesbian thing, you crazy person.
1: Maybe Danny's like, I'm sick all these fucking men. This is pissing me off. I'm moving on.
0: Oh boy.
1: So anyways, how do you get grayscale? Does like he have to touch her with his actual grayscale? No
0: idea whatsoever.
1: Can somebody write to me and explain this to me? They don't fucking know. Either everybody pretty much has grayscale or nobody does. And I would like to know which. I have a
0: feeling that Danny is immune to such things. Like the whole fire shit. Like I have a feeling like she's some kind of special and disease is not something you have to worry about with her. But I could be wrong.
1: I hope so because I hope the moment where Jor is the, like.
0: <laughs> no, wait. Maybe the conclusion of the series is the grayscale is all over Danny's body and then she just turns into a fucking dragon. And then she's like. <laughs> and then she sits on the throne and breaks it. Bum, bum, ba-dum, and yeah. they roll credits. Maybe. Gonna need a bigger throne.
1: Um. <laughs> 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 that was like so cheesy and not funny but then funny it was amazing when i don't know that moment when George took Danny's hand was the fucking best i'm like My i clean. love jordan
0: well the point where she accepted his hand so beautiful reunited and it feels so good um, is that what you're thinking
1: yes and i like um When Jor was in the actual battle, I thought he seemed a little outmatched at a lot of points. I was getting a little fucking nervous.
0: Couldn't have looked slower. Yeah. Couldn't have looked like a worse fighter. And I
1: like how Tyrion's like. The
0: choreography was terrible, but some of those guys were good. Like that. He must have been like a Bravosi, the dude with the fucking blade and the IRL or. Twirling fucking. No, like I think the character was a.
1: I think he was like, in real life, I think he was like a baton twirling gymnast.
0: Whatever. But I I think the character was a Bravosi. He's yeah, like, hey. there was a
1: Bravosi in there at some point. Yeah,
0: because he had pretty the pretty thin funny. blade, he had the whole, you know.
1: And they're like, and now Westerosi Knight, and they're all like,
0: <gasps> And then Jor. he couldn't have been slower.
1: I know. And then I just like Tyrion where Tyrion's like, Oh shit, Danny, I know I told you to like banish him, but I don't want him to be dead, so like you should stop this fight, because I kinda like Jorah a little. So time for you to stop. And yeah. Danny's like, yeah, no, I can't I can't stop the shit because his arzalarak told me now and he Khaleesi.
0: I wore my piss yellow tunic for this very occasion.
1: I wish you would stop making fun of his tunic. Sorry. He doesn't deserve that.
0: So let's get to the actual attack. Jora whips a spear into the stands and kills what looks like a son of the harpy. Wait a second. It is a son of the harpy.
1: Holy shit. Holy shit. He wasn't throwing it at Atari out of jealousy. Is
0: right. And then shit gets hectic. Shit and is about to get real. One of the real. coolest images of this episode was seeing the Sons of the Harpy masks start, masks start to emerge in the crowd, and you get the sweet Sons of the Harpy music. Protect your queen.
1: I wrote this, too. I'm like, shit is about to get real. Fucking harpies are coming out everywhere. And the music. Oh, my God. It's so creepy.
0: And, yeah, it's cool. It's like
1: you're watching a horror movie, and you're like, oh, fuck, everybody's. Dead. Yeah,
0: it was awesome. It's I did, I did like that. I did. I liked that whole thing. And then, of course, well, Tyrion gets a kill. Nice work, Tyrion. He saves Missandei's love. life. Love Tyrion.
1: Tyrion's probably like, hey, Missandei, we want to get together later? Too. And Missandei's like, I'm in love with a man that has no pillar and stones. Missandei,
0: Sorry. are you with that dwarf way, cock? So good luck.
1: where is... Grey Worm during all of this still recovering or
0: any of the uh, Unsullied
1: you're fucking moving Grey Worm. your woman just almost got killed and a dwarf had to save her
0: yeah well I don't know
1: you're not gonna be happy about this
0: yeah kind of silly he
1: must be like working on another TV show right now <laughs> absolutely some meta thinking going on he's like I'm sorry I can't be in these last few episodes they're like okay you can be injured and like in bed for like seven episodes mm. oh
0: okay yeah why not thanks Grey Worm so they get ushered to the center of the arena and I'm thinking alright Drogon's coming Real soon.
1: Yeah, this is when I'm like, for 100% Dargo's going to die. But I'm like, we're not going to kill Tyrion. No. And at this point, I'm like, we're not going to kill Jorah because of Grayscale. We didn't give Jorah Grayscale for no reason. So now Jorah is unkillable at this point, as far as I'm concerned. At least for now. Yep. Till the Grayscale becomes something.
0: Well, well like, like we really were making fun of in the last episode is, is that, what? what's your point? What are you doing? It's It's almost like, if I want to be kind of mean, it's almost a little too contrived. Like, I'm going to fight for my king, my queen, and then there's an assassination attempt, and Jorah's back in the good graces. Like, it's a little silly, to be honest with you.
1: Listen, I was down on Jorah, and I'm up on Jorah again, and <laughs> Don't nothing ruin it. you say can Don't change Don't ruin it. That. All
0: right, I'll leave it alone.
1: Jorah, want to hug him. He's handsome. Stan is dead. <laughs> Jorah, love you.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough. One's once a slave. Someone
1: sent me a picture of, of Jorah with a puppy.
0: <laughs> was, once, was once a slave trader. Just saying. Was once a slave Jimar trader. And a puppy. But hey, you know, he had the moral claim. I mean, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, right? <laughs> if the majority wants to own slaves, I mean, we can't. Right, Stannis? I don't know. Is that how it works? Stannis, pal? God hey Lord. Stannis, old buddy. Anyway. So, um, anyway, Drogon shows up.
1: Because he's a fucking badass.
0: And I was literally
1: literally like literally like rob Lowe on parks recreation
0: roaring as if i was watching some kind of ufc event or some kind of other major sporting event
1: so embarrassing thank god we were it
0: was alone. i was like when drogon lands bites a guy i'm like all right he bites a guy but he let's bites
1: him in half
0: yeah i'm like, throws I'm like yeah, his halves
1: in the yeah air. i've
0: seen that and i've seen it Seen that in Jurassic Park. What are you going to do for me, Drogon? And when Drogon squats and they show a far shot or a long shot, if you will, and he just goes and he torches about six of those dudes and proceeds to blow fire and just turn his head like a fire hose, like light dudes on fire. I was so excited that I was like, yeah, motherfucker. Like I was so happy. That Drogon was torching these annoying little bitches.
1: Yeah, we're pro burning Sons of the Harpy alive and anti burning Princess Shireen
0: alive. Yeah.
1: Just want to make our stance clear here.
0: Yep. Pro burning a mass assassination attempt, people in line, anti burning Shireen. Young women. (laughs) But if we want to get cute, we could try to then say, well, does Danny have a right to be in Marine? It's not her city. Hmm? We're out, Do we city now, bitches. Who's right and wrong here? It's Game of Thrones. Can't hear for anybody. Anyway. dragon lights to people on fire. like nobody's And it business. is amazing. I fucking love this point. When he started getting hit with spears, I thought, those are dragon scales. What the fuck? Why is he being injured?
1: Oh, I don't know. I thought... If they kill Drogon, I'll be so mad. And then I felt sad because it reminds me of an animal being hurt. And I was like, no, Drogon. Gonna saving. be honest with
0: you right here. I'm a sons of the Harpy. I have a mask. My identity is secret. I see my seven buddies get incinerated by whip a dragon running my ass off into the crowd, ditching the mask and hiding. For sure. I'm um, not going to stick around and start throwing spears.
1: I do want to say about um, the dragon too, when Drogon first arrives again, like the voice of the people, Tyrion's face when he oh, sees Drogon yes. up close is one of the greatest like single, like no lines, not a long period of time. It was just this one fucking look. And it was incredible. Sold. Love Peter Dinklage. Love that man. Give him every award imaginable. He's the greatest.
0: Tyrion is now 100% on board. He's oh, yeah. like, well, that just about seals that up. He's Guess like, I know who I'm a dragon
1: a li- right there. Right.
0: Guess I know who I'm allied with. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, crazy shit. Here's where we get a little silly. Can I be honest?
1: I heard this is like directly from the books.
0: She climbs on the dragon.
1: You have been waiting your whole life to see Danny ride a dragon. God.
0: And flies away. I don't oh, m- listen. i mad at you. I don't give a shit. She climbs on the dragon and it flies away. Now. I've heard some people say is she abandoning her people. What kind of leader is she? No, she's That's trying to save. She's trying to save Drogon. I think she. Yeah, has, it's her son. I think she thinks
1: because yes, where Stannis burned his daughter alive. Right. Danny saved her child. Yes, she's
0: unwilling to We'd let him like die.
1: Danny and not Stannis. She
0: jumps on Drogon's back and flies away. They should have shot this from far away. The close-ups of her on it, her fucking hair flapping in the wind. Everyone's already posted it on social media. It's like the never fucking ending story. The, I love never, the never ending, ending story. story. Yeah. You know, like Peter Griffin and Family Eye. Yeah. Riding the Dragon. That's what I was thinking of the whole time. Like, this is kind of silly. Should I showed it from far away or really, really close up? The moments with her like smiling and her hair flapping and fucking flying away. And it was just, like, what about me? Uh, I was just like, it's kind of silly. But just
1: saying Drogon, I'm not saying I don't
0: like what happened I'm just saying I didn't love the way it looked
1: yeah and I'm just saying Drogon's a big dragon he could probably like at least take Tyrion too he's really small
0: that would have been completely ludicrous all of a
1: sudden he's like come with me Tyrion <laughs> That would be like the never ending story of <laughs> just reaching your hand out with- and
0: letting <laughs> other people <laughs> climb on the dragon the dragon lays <laughs> his head down like the trained horse for everyone to climb on he's just like Hold on. He puts his head down. Everyone climbs on his fucking dragon neck. They're like,
1: Jory, you take the reins.
0: <laughs> so crazy.
1: Jory's like, well, I have grayscale. Sorry.
0: I. But I'm going to tell you, I was sitting on the edge of my seat, concerned like the Dickens. That... She was going to come about on the dragon and start burning harpies from the dragon's back. I was like, please don't go on a harpy burning spree while you're on the dragon's back because that'll look ludicrous. No,
1: because all, I mean, you're right. Her motivation was, I'm not burning my kid at the fucking stake. Right. I'm taking my kid. We're getting out of here. He's injured. I need to help him. Right. Right. And I just like it because, again, this is the same issue where she was scared when she went down and saw her dragons earlier, and this has been this character thing for her all season. And like, there was no fear at all with Drogon. She knew that he was there to protect her. He came, and she, she wanted to him. protect him, and she wanted to protect him.
0: Thus, the bond is formed.
1: They are like real family that don't burn each other at the stage,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> this um, is
1: now the barometer. We will now like measure all family love against like okay we got like the incest i on end but it's like how good your family like are, are you gonna burn your daughter to the steak because then if so your feelings aren't really good i Crazy mean shit but if you're not gonna then i guess you're okay because yeah. at least you're not that bad
0: well do we have anything else we want to say we do have a finale that we can do a lot of wrapping up thoughts on because we got a lot of listener feedback to get to
1: i hate Stannis that's all
0: well we're talking about marine now
1: oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh Drogon's cool and Tyrion's best and I love Jorah again.
0: I liked I, I liked Drogon lighting people on fire. I thought that that was great. I just thought her riding him looked a little silly. I'm not saying it's silly conceptually. I like the idea of the mother of dragons riding a fucking dragon. That's cool, right? But I just was like, it looks a little silly. Well,
1: again, when you have... This is a budgeting thing, HBO. Yes, it you is. had your White Walkers, and we're happy. Yes, we don't need a close-up of Danny riding her dragon. When right. We blew your budget last week. Right. We're not gonna complain. It's cool. We're with you. We're with you. We want the White Walkers. Dragons anyway, in the distance.
0: Let's get to our listener feedback because we got plenty. Oh my god. All right, I've got. Let me tell you how many I got. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I've got some shorter ones than you, and I have more than the you. Long ones. Yeah, so I'm gonna read a couple, and then I'll let you go. Okay. Starting with Jesse Ellis, Stannis. Wow, I didn't see Shireen being burned at the stake coming. That was probably the most disturbing thing I've ever seen on TV. I don't know how I feel about Stannis now. I'm changing our relationship status to complicated. Well, <laughs> I'll figure it out. That was good. Holy shit, Sir Jorah has an arm. That spear was a was massive. Yeah, I know, right? And he sent it Ray sailing scale. into that attacker like it weighed nothing at all. I was pretty surprised to see Drogon's scales getting pierced by those spears. Yes. Maybe dragons get tougher as they age. Danny's dragons are still pretty young after all. I was also surprised to see any sense of harpy sticking on he Roasted a bunch of them. Bold move. Jesse, I agree with everything they said, and I think I said all of that stuff. Absolutely. Wow. Maybe he's right, though. As they get older, the scales get tougher. They're still pretty young. That's a good call.
1: They're just little babies. It's a good call. Thanks baby for that, Jesse. Dragons.
0: Elton McManus says, friend from across the pond, the last scene just ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't seem to fit at all i'm sure in the books it's fine but for tv you need to stand back and think okay a long shot here might be better i agree with you mr mcmanus mm-hmm. he continues by saying also the scene leading up to a dragon appearing seemed a little flabby and drawn out for no reason got was so decisive with its storytelling this just seemed a weak arst attempt to get a dragon into the episode so he's saying all the stuff leading up to the dragon showing up seemed kind of weak he might mean the stuff beforehand. Like I said, like I don't, I don't know if he's saying the same thing I'm saying, like where we have Jorah doing this thing and it just so happens he gets an opportunity to defend his queen. Maybe. I don't know if that's what he's saying, but he did say sad face. Thank you very much for that, Mr. McManus. Uh, I agree with you on the choices of how they shot that dragon. Definitely farther away works better. Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
1: Um, I have Tori Hunter, not the baseball player, a real person. Well, he's a real person, but you know what I mean.
0: That's fucked up.
1: You know what I mean, Tori Hunter?
0: I like Tori Hunter better than the baseball player. Take that.
1: Me too. Just saying. Continue. Just what we needed. Another sideways glance from Ollie. Mm. Aria has a staring problem. What Mark... <laughs> I like the way... Like, it's like stream of conscious. This is a great comment. What Maren fucking Trant considers the sleekest little minx is fairly disturbing. Can't wait for part two of the Jamie and Broad show. I couldn't be more disappointed with Stannis if he had punched Sir Pounce. Wow, <laughs> Toriyonda, man after my own heart. Meow! <laughs> How dare you? At least now my relationship with Brienne is less complicated. No amount of half-immersed nipple baths will cleanse the Red War for me. Where the fuck are all the Unsullied? This is a great comment. Gave them all the day off. She has eight thousand, and only a couple dozen are guarding their queen. Thank the Seven Fucking that man. Dario can walk the can walk the talk. That Jor has a raging Throner for his queen. <laughs> that Tyrion has Masandis back. Oh, and that Drogon don't take no shit. Tori. I laughed the fuck out loud. As that first group of harpies went up in flames.
0: So did Roast I. Roast
1: the MFers. Where's my popcorn?
0: Tori, that was the shit. That was a good comment. That was highly entertaining. Nice work. I have Lee Pang. Mr. Pang says, Thank the old gods and the new that the show was, has digressed from the books. No boring book spoilers. No nuff set on that. My science brain was offended at how easily tents, horses and massive wooden sieges devices burned up and freezing cold in heaps of snow. But okay, fine. Pause. Mr. Pang, couldn't agree with you more. But my thing was more like, how the fuck did they get down there? Anyway. The Unsullied, he continues, the Unsullied are suffering a bit of convenient ineffectiveness, again, with how easily Sons of Harpy run over them. But Dragon?! Beyond that, awesome all around. How great is it to see Daenerys, Tyrion, Jorah, and Dario battling a zombie army? Let's be honest. Sons of the Harpy are basically stealth zombies. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Mr. Bang. That's good shit. <laughs> His science friend. I was like, yeah, absolutely. How the fuck are they doing this? That's the truth. Do you got a long one? Yeah. Let me go with Keith. Okay. Good old buddy Keith says, I look forward to Dean taking out the Outrage Brigade once again this week. <laughs> if posts this morning are any indication, I've literally had people tell me Shireen's death was gory, despite the fact that it isn't shown. Disturbing 100% gory, not a chance. Couldn't agree with you more, Keith. It's not gory at all. You don't see anything. Disturbing as shit. Oh, yeah. Not gory. I'm agree. I'm in agreement with that. He continues by saying they have been foreshadowing Shireen being sacrificed almost all season. Davos also knew she was in danger and has tried to protect her. He didn't want her to be taken to the wall. Then he didn't want her to be taken with the army. He knew the only reason she would be there is just in case they needed to do this sort of thing. Absolutely, Keith. Couldn't agree with you more. And it's sad. Keith maintained perspective on Stannis, um, where I did not. I was like, oh, he's a fucking good guy. And then I'm like, wait a second. If I go back and recount all the shit he's done... Is he? Is he? That's the question that remains tonight. Is he? I don't know. Is anyone who the fuck knows? Silly show. True. Go ahead.
1: I have a comment. From, I'm sorry. Thank you, Keith. I have a comment from great new friend of the show, Big Lou. <laughs> Big Lou. Poor Big Lou. I know you have another name and really.
0: Big nice, Lou but, uh, in the house. You're
1: stuck with this one. Um, I thought Stanis burning his daughter was brilliant. I'm sure, like, he doesn't actually mean like, hey, that was like really fucking loving people burn their kids
0: he means it was it was sufficient firelight to read his book
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think the show has for a bit too long allowed people to lapse back into the traditional fantasy mode these be good guys then there be bad guys allowing flights of fantasy of some good guys turning up and smashing up all the bad guys cue happy endings puppies love them full frontal of your choice big lou you're right talking to me
0: lou um first of all can i pause so far, so good. Brilliant. By the way, I was one of the I was one of the fooled. So I'm glad he wrote this comment because I it's I'm with him so far. I don't know if I'm I'm gonna really say well, maybe brilliant. It is pretty brilliant. Not emotional. not not saying I agree with it ethically. I'm just saying it is probably no, a brilliant. I'm sure writing Big Lou choice. doesn't either. I'm sure no, he's no. not like, Hey, I no. burn people at the same time. You know all about, the time. You don't know about Big Lou's <laughs> past, huh? You don't know about Big Lou. That's
1: what, guy. Fucking Um, guy. This is, however, Game of Thrones. There are no good people, even when characters that become fan favorites are, after all, despicable people. The show has turned its focus to religion more recently, and of all the players in the game, Stannis is one of the few that understands the true stakes at play. Sacrificing his child for the cause is powerful stuff. Look at the nonsense at King's Landing the Queen Mother has created from worrying about losing power, or, in fact, the story of pretty much any other character apart from perhaps Jon. And compare... The real ship, pardon the language, that Stannis has and is having to deal with. It's a whole different ballgame. He has seen The Walking Dead, not the TV show, The White Walkers. <laughs> Maybe he's seen the TV show too. I don't know. If the only hope against it is this fiery god and sacrifices are needed, there is an argument that counts for nobility in the world of Game of Thrones. Of course, this being Game of Thrones, he'll have sacrificed his daughter and probably still fail.
0: Yes. Big Lou had me right up until that point, although he's just po- kind of postulating it as a question. I still think that, I, I still think that her sacrifice is permanent. The Battle of Winterfell is a small microcosm in the worlds of men. Like it's just a small thing, like, I, and I think that's the confusion here. I think, I think people so are making an assumption that sacrificing Chareen means the White Walkers die and I get the throne and everyone lives in peace. That's not what's being said here. He wants the Snow to clear so he can siege Winterfell. It's that's what the sacrifice he wants is
1: made like, for. like because let me tell you like next (laughs) next time next winter we live in Massachusetts if i got to (laughs) burn somebody at the stake so I can get my car out and go to work I guess I'm going to have to do it because it's a greater good big Lou I save lives
0: Big Lou, watch yourself because I might be strapping you to the stake if I can avoid a fucking winter like we had in Massachusetts this past February. I
1: understand Stan's frustration with the snow.
0: How many emergency vehicles couldn't get to people with chest pains that later died Big Lou, you're a fucking dead man. I'm sacrificing you so I can clear the goddamn roads to get emergency vehicles to people in need.
1: Do you like love (laughs) him enough for him to be the sacrifice? I
0: yes. In fact, I love Big Lou so much I would never sacrifice him. We would die like honorable fucking men. That is all. Damn. I would never sacrifice you, Big Lou. You're the shit. All right. I'm gonna go. Sam Spade. Fucking best name of all time. Why do people have cool names? Sam Spade doesn't even need a fucking nickname.
1: (laughs) That is a nickname for all we know. Sam
0: Spade. Man, those sons of the harpy guys have some balls. Because if I see a dragon drop from the sky and flame my (laughs) homies, my first thought would not (laughs) be... Okay, fellas, let's throw spears at it. Carl, wait, we're going to do this one at a time. Okay, throw your spear, Frank, then you, Carl... Dude, Sam, that is the shit. First time he's ever commented. Sam, that's a fucking hilarious. And I'm with you. I see my homies get fucking torched. I'm heading for the hills. Heading for the hills. Want me to go? No, I'm going to go again because I got a couple of short ah. ones.
1: You are so
0: Another great name, Remy Levetrois. Did I say that with enough panache? Yeah. S'il vous plaît. Uh, Remy Rem, I call him. Rem is the host of the sci-fi movie podcast. They are our brothers in the North, defending the wall up in Canada. That's right. And they're um, from Canada. Yeah, you. I mope. love
1: Canada. People are so nice up there. Like, so yeah. the rumor has it. Rem's
0: really mean, though. If you ever so talk, he's not to- like a oh, real wicked, Canadian. Wicked mean. She listened to his podcast. He's such a mean son I of a. Listen bitch. to
1: it. How dare you? Not
0: at all. He's not. He's super, super nice guy. We've we've spoken at length on 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 Skype many times. He's good shit. We're gonna be collaborating at some point in the future. I don't know how, but we will be. Mark my words. And now it's in. Mark now it's on the tape. Words. Consult the tape. He said he's gonna work with you one day. Consult the tape. Anyway, Rem Lavatois says, "Wow, what a finish!" Safe to say, Dragon was going to stay and die to protect Danny. Was she realizing the right of him was the only way she could save him? Yes, I think it was. And then he writes, "Boom, head explodes." Rem, I think you're onto something there, pal. I think that's exactly what happened here. I like it, Rem. You like it? I do. I like it, too. Keep, keep holding down that wall, pal. Yeah, you the wall the of the north. north. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going.
1: Jamie Lomas's thoughts. One, there were dead Shireen vibes practically from the get-go, but Davos' scene with her sealed it. Thank you for teaching me be- to be a grown-up. She's dead. Two <laughs> kisses in one conversation? She's totally fucking dead.
0: <laughs> That's a And
1: when Stannis came in and she asks him, Father, aren't you cold? And he says, no. I took that as a sign. He was fully immersed in evil dad mode. Melisandre doesn't feel the cold either. Tyen. Tyen. Who's the short-haired sand snake? You know, you like her boobs. Love them. Is really growing on Jamie Lomas. (laughs) What?
0: That's what you said. She's growing on me too, but not really after the slaps game.
1: (laughs) I think I'd (laughs) screw her and marry her.
0: Wow. Hmm. She's good enough for both.
1: Three. Arya's storyline is taking a turn for the creepy, so I'm assuming she's the next fresh one to be presented to Meryn Tran, which is is what we're concerned about, and she'll go basic instinct while the top (laughs) is slushy abdomen. What the fuck? (laughs) This says, at least Dean will get his, I want to see Arya's breasts. Oh, oh,
0: you son of a bitch. (laughs) You son of a bitch, Jamie.
1: Four, Drogon coming to the rescue equals attack of the clones. But really, Daenerys, you're going to fly away and leave your friends (laughs) to be killed by two dozen Sons of the Harpy. Also five, ugh, I think, I almost think Shireen's screams as she died were more effective than if we had seen 100%. her face melt in some special effects shot. 100%. Such a raw, young scream. Heartbreaking. Stannis, you were one of my favorite characters. Now I want you dead more than Ramsay. Used I'm to be with my you, homie, Jamie Lomas. You used to be
0: my ace. Now I just want to slap you in the face. Yep. All right, um, right. Mr. Adam Talbot again. Feel free to hate Santa's again, period. Next. Drove on to the rescue. Bet Tyrion is a believer now. Yes, absolutely, man. His face as she flew away was priceless. Game of Thrones is really pushing the boundaries of season. Rape, murdering children, child molestation. Add child rape to that. Uh, seems legit, he wrote. <laughs> 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 That's funny shit, man. Oh, awesome. How many gosh. more do you got? Um, three. All right, I'm going to do one more and then we'll go back and forth. Okay. Peter Herman says, he burned his daughter alive, burned her alive and stood there and watched. If any of his men still follow him after that, they all deserve to be flayed and hung up on the walls of Winterfell. When the hand of the king gets back from his food run to Castle Black, I bet he puts a sword through Stannis and Miss Black Smoke Demon Vagina. Um, we didn't discuss her fate. Peter, I think maybe Davos does go after the red woman, but I think Stannis is going to be killed by Brienne.
1: I don't think the red woman's gonna die. Yeah.
0: I like your style. I, still I don't think either. she's got
1: like to try to like rape Jon Snow and stuff. Like she seems really like that's. Jon Snow in, in. But he may be dead by Ollie, which would be fucking ridiculous. Well, if he's
0: not dead, Jon Snow in, in Melisandre's fate are intertwined later. That's gotta be a thing. Ew. Because but, they led uh, up to it and. Yeah, and, she's then, they, like, hey, and virgin, then they were like, what's that's the end of
1: it. It's like, no. And she's like, all right, I guess I'm gonna have to sacrifice a little girl then. <laughs> Jonathan Marginson. Stannis so potentially made the right call in a no-win situation. He can pause, either...
0: pause, pause, pause. <laughs> this is classic contrarian talk here. <laughs> this is like I'm going to give the unpopular opinion just to kind of ruffle feathers.
1: He can either kill the person he likely loves most, or let thousands starve or freeze to death, or he can go back to Castle Black. I added the Castle Black part, just saying.
0: Right um, again, false dilemma. This false dichotomy. In a
1: decision that would have made Tywin Lannister proud,
0: <laughs> he picked the many over the few.
1: I'm not saying bringing a kid alive is cool. But if he saves his men and takes winterfall by doing so? It couldn't be... So, couldn't it be argued that he kind of made the right call? And really, the person you should hate the most here is Mel. He's on a nickname basis with her, obviously.
0: Yeah, he knows Mel.
1: She watched the kid burn with a shitty little smirk. Plus, it's not like he can marry Shereen off when she's older. Who would want to bang a grayscale survivor? <laughs> That's some funny no shit. No one. <laughs> hear that, Jora?
0: That's so fucked up. That... 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 <laughs> that comment's not meant to be inflammatory. <laughs> he really believes... He doesn't believe he made the right call. I think he's just being funny. I hope. Oh, my But he God. might not be.
1: That was a wonderful comment. It was a great scale survivor.
0: That's funny shit. Good shit, John. Sorry. As usual. Ahem. Your turn. I think we've covered the greater good bullshit. I don't oh, need yeah, to yeah. go off on a rant oh, yeah. again.
1: We're good. Go. Your turn.
0: Mark's to panic. Stannis, did you hear the one about the queen is going to break the wheel? Oh, right. She's got dragons, too. Good boy. Yeah. Point. You
1: remember when you burned your daughter alive? I hope Here's the good news. Too.
0: Here's the good news, Stannis. You and your retinue and your red woman and all your troops, hopefully not Davos, they're all going to get sacrificed to the Lord of Light when they get flamed up by three dragons.
1: Valid points. I have Jesse and Michelle Privet. Stannis must have had a hell of a fire to cause all that global warming we see coming next episode. I'm sure Jessica's going to rip him a new one. So I'll leave it in her capable <laughs> hands. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Anyway. John Snow was let back in without a fight, which was surprising. Agreed. We should have talked about that. We've really fucked up there. Because right. I agree. And I was like, they're definitely not going to let him in. But then they did. So I guess this is, you know, so Ollie can, like, kill Jon Snow and we'll all revolt. <laughs> um, I think mutiny is afoot. The whorehouse scene was really mm. unnecessary and gross. Agree. We didn't have to waste time seeing all that. We already hate him. Agree. Yeah. Dorn seems to have a wise and just king. Maybe Braun should just stay and eat soup. Because it's hard <laughs> to chew after that elbow to the face. But he has his women there. His woman. I'm sorry. No King's Landing this time, which I'm okay with. I'm just curious about what the manticore venom has done to the mountain. It's turned into the Mountain, obviously. We'll get there, though. Mm. I just made that up. I just hope that. Um, where the hell are the Unsullied? Jorgas is no ass shit, kicked right? only to win and make an amazing throw. When he touched her, I wonder if it transmits if she touches the... If it only transmits if she touches the affected area. Mm. I wonder that also. That's my question. Looks like... The queen needs a king again. LOL. <laughs> we finally see some awesome dragon action moments. Just imagine if all three were loose on you. When Jane started running Drogon, all I could think of was these books I used to read called The Dragon Riders of Pern. LOL. Oh, yeah. Only nice.
0: one more left. Nice. Good shit, man. Uh, Christina Brown says, after this episode, I'm just kidding. I think she's from the South. I just did that to be Didn't funny. Didn't you
1: try to make me do an accent Yeah. her last time? I'm
0: rethinking the White Walkers. If Stannis can burn his own child, maybe I should be rooting for the Night's King. These people yeah, in Westeros right? are assholes. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our new undead overlords. That's
1: a great comment. <laughs> I have Scott Lyons. Is he from anywhere? Does he have an accent? I don't
0: know. I think Scott knows Sparkle City Phil.
1: I like Sparkle City Phil.
0: I think they're connected Scott in Lyons. somehow. I'm not sure they're exactly. Kahoots. I oh, think so.
1: Yeah, it seemed like they would be. I don't know why, but they do. Bad writing, in my opinion. Why would Stance burn his only heir when his wife is barren?
0: Hmm. Good point.
1: Maybe he's going to kill Celise next and then get a new wife and get some more heirs. I don't know. But he likes to kill people, so what if with him? Um, regardless, I am no longer Team Stannis. Me neither.
0: I'll tell you why, Scott, because he's thinking too short-sighted.
1: And I am now mm-hmm. Team Davos, Scott Lyons. As for the Marine arc, you can tell when HBO ran out of their money for their CGI budget. I wanted to see Drogon doing runs on the Sons of the Harpy, cue Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure George
1: just gave Daenerys Westeros eights. oh my god i can't that was really funny scott
0: hold on what the fuck scott how dare you make light of a horrible disease such as aids oh my god what a fucking insensitive frick you are jesus christ
1: like this controversy that was
0: a great comment continue
1: it's still it's still going oh okay also i can't get into the ball game with a drink but these people can get in with bronze masks and weapons (laughs) time to upgrade security at the fighting pit Oh my God, that was amazing. Mm-hmm, How's that mm-hmm. the Davos can't get an accurate count on how many dead they have, but can accurately approximate how many men raided their camp? I'm struggling with my love of the show. Also, he knew exactly how many horses died, which was kind of weird too. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Th- that was the There's greatest There's a couple thing of slip-ups in this. That I've ever read about that you can't sneak anything into a baseball <laughs> game. <laughs> but these sons are hard for fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we got a bunch of sores and shit. Oh, that
0: was <laughs> beautiful. Awesome.
1: I loved it. Okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> All right, my final comment, and it's a good one. Christian Cortez, I knew that goofy scene with Arya selling her fresh oysters last week was an uncomfortable double entendre, but didn't think they'd keep the corny joke going. (laughs) The child roasting scene was tough to watch. I think that villainized Stannis' whole campaign. There's no going back now. They might as well write the whole storyline off. My favorite scenes were definitely with Daenerys. I like how they showed her three protectors. Tyrion defends her with his intellect. Jorah defends her with his fighting skills. And finally, the dragon defends her on an epic scale.
1: I think Daria was in this list. I was like, what did Daria defend her with his good looks? Like, where is he on here?
0: (laughs) Awesome climax, that's what she said. I think by flying away with the dragon and leaving everybody behind, she definitely shows what's most important to her.
1: Yeah, her children. Yeah. Stannis.
0: (laughs) I don't know how long
1: I can get mileage out of this, but I am still going. Well, hot
0: diggity damn. Final thoughts, predictions, go.
1: I like the Stance Dying by Brienne. I'm really pro that. Most important thing right now is Stance's death. That's what I'm really like. Oh, and maybe I could see Littlefinger again, just saying, because like, he's awesome and I miss him. Um, if Ollie kills Jon Snow, I will revolt and that will be bad. And um, our listeners are awesome because those are really good comments and I'm so excited. That there was so much fucking shit to talk about. Good
0: comments. Um. Hopefully, Mr. John Margin knows I was breaking his balls by calling him a contrarian.
1: Just kidding. We hate you, John. No, I'm just kidding. No,
0: he, no, I'm. I'm. I'm I mean, hate it anybody. was, but it was funny. It was an awesome comment. Um. But anyway, what if
1: John Marginson like writes in, and he's like, no, I actually literally meant that. All Dean, how dare you?
0: He's like, I totally believe that you should he's sacrifice He's like, I your sacrifice your to, um, children all the time. Well, I already told you, Big Lou's fucksville. I need yeah, my roads cleared. You better hope that we have a good <laughs> winter this year. Lou. Where does it end, Stannis? Where does it end, you fuck? Hopefully, before they get to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer a couple of things by a couple of different people. Um, speaking of John Marston, one of the reasons I brought him back up is. In addition to some of the comments, people actually put out some prediction, and I'm going to give you some of his. He says, "John says, Cersei demands trial by combat, and the zombie mountain comes to her aid. That's fucking brilliant, John.
1: I'm writing these down so next week we can either make fun of people or pat them on the back.
0: All right. He then says, Santa takes Winterfell. I mean, I think there has to be some kind of productive outcome for killing (laughs) Shireen, right? The dudes (laughs) running the show aren't that cruel. Anyone? Bueller? (laughs) <laughs> Nine times. Uh, Ramsey gets away, maybe tosses Theon under the bus while doing so. Hmm, I like that. Brienne rescues Sansa in the chaos of battle, plans to bring her to the wall where Jon will protect her. Speaking of Jon, Ollie attempts to assassinate him for the greater good. Huh?
1: Yep, I'm with you on that.
0: John lives, but we have to endure a cliffhanger. I like your, I like oh, your style. Is, I like your style, kid. Dean is
1: pro cliffhanger with John and his dad.
0: Maybe John gets stabbed and we fade to black. I don't know. The showrunners telegraphed all season about how John is a of stark and Targaryen lineage. There's no way someone that special punches out of the show. I'm pretty sure he has to deliver some Valerian Seal to the Knights King's face sometime in season seven. Yes. Jess predicts Danny frees her other two dragons and they have a family meeting. She tells him how disappointed she is in them, but ends their grounding under the condition that they bring her some Sons of Harpy. Crispy Sons of Harpy.
1: Nice. Sir Jorah
0: reveals Grace Gale. The trial in King's Landing commences and ends with Mountain smashing his way and slaughtering the High Sparrow and Lancel and creating more great TV. Olly confronts Snow, tries to kill him. Maybe Sir Alisher saves the day. Stannis and his army are saved by some miracle and assault Winterfell. Brienne takes advantage of the cast to spill some Bolton blood. Keith says, as to what is next, Jorah, Dario, and Tyrion try to run marine while wondering when Dario will return. Agree 100%, Keith. He then says, Sansa finally gets Reek to help her and we get Brienne's purpose for being there. Arya's going to likely pretend to be a child prostitute and get Marin fucking Trent alone. Much of the disapproval of the Faceless Man. Oh, and some Cersei resolution. Awesome. Great great predictions, guys. All good shit.
1: We'll either make fun of you or be proud of you next time.
0: Alright. Well, that about does it for us. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the uh, ranting and raving and the wonderful comments by our listeners. And uh, if you took anything personally, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for checking out LSG Media's coverage of A Game of Thrones. Make sure you check us out on the web at LibertyStreetGeek.net. That's LibertyStreetGeek.net, where you can see other shows we have like The Walking Dead and the Science Fiction Film Podcast. All right, folks, we will catch you next week. Have a good one.